my favorite one is, is is family matters it's a rare condition in this day and age and reading in good news on a newspaper page a running and missing in a brand design some people say it's even harder to find well then there must be some magic fruit inside to realize <laughs> And all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love person out of every scene. As days go by, it's the bigger love of the family. Howdy ho, Winslows. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 190 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The reformed deacon, the reformed bishop, Mr. Worldwide West. Mm-hmm. I walk with a cane because I'm able Nah, nah, say that shit again. Nah, nah. <laughs> I walk with a cane because I'm able. Yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. You hear? You see this? You see this? You see what we did? You see what we got here? You see what we co- cooking with grease off the bat, off the intro? We're cooking with grease. Oh my goodness. I mean, geez. And to my far, far right, so far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi sound man himself, the great Gabagool, Greg Postovich, the voice from Beyond the Great Beyond, Matt Barba, everybody. Hola. Hola, indeed, Matt. Como estas? Bien. Ooh. Muy bien. Mm. Igualmente, senor. Igualmente. We're better now that he's, he's better now that we're here. Hey man, I, I'm always better when you guys are here. Oh, I, it's, it's my it's my favorite part of the week. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's the top five moment of the week coming yeah. here. It's part of the top five favorite parts of the week now. Yeah. Now that Hard Knocks is back, I mean, I mean, it has to be now that like it's like the 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 between of football. Like now that like preseason start and when the actual NFL season start is like that little gap. This is like perfect. Gets us right. To the to the beginning. I mean, of the just in general, all the football content we're getting. I mean, I, I did you see the uh, the Johnny Johnny Menzel documentary? Nah, came out. Wait, I didn't watch what? it yet. Yeah, it wait, got, what did it come out on? Ah, oh, damn, I gotta get back to you. I'll damn, probably, I'll probably find it offline. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I people were talking about it the other night. Uh, some good stuff in there. They got we got the um, what the, uh, the Florida vi- Gators uh, the, documentary oh, that, coming out a little that, bit later. That's coming out. Bishop Sycamore coming out later. Bishop Sycamore, yeah. You know, so we got we got some good stuff. Nah, the football content is 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 valid I right mean, now. I mean, I mean, you brought it up. But let's let's talk about it. Hard knocks, first episode. 
Mind you, the Jets were like animate about not having it. Like and, and they made it very known in the episode too that they were not. They, like, why, they kept asking, like, why? Why didn't anybody want to have it? But you know what? They uh, they look very comfortable. They look like they uh wanted the uh, the cameras there. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked very comfortable. That was the Aaron Rodgers episode. Yeah. I mean, like half the episode was just about Aaron Rodgers, which makes sense because you know he came to the Jets and that was mm. the biggest offseason news ever. Yep. But that was. Some good content. I mean, uh, if you're a Jets fan, you probably already know a lot of the guys' personalities from their own in-house documentary thing called One Jets Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the people like there were familiar faces. Obviously, Sauce Gardner. Also, shout out Sauce Gardner, going back to school, getting his degree from uh, Cincinnati. Facts. Bro, and did you see who was there getting a degree too? Yeah, it was um, Nick Van Exel. That's who we were talking. That's who we was talking to when he was on, on online. That, yeah. shit was, that shit was crazy. I'm like, I, I didn't even know. He Random. Complete... Bro, I didn't even know he went to to Cincy. Yeah, neither did I. That was crazy that they got them both on camera. That's like just the most random interaction of all time. Big random, big random. But shout out Sauce. Always nice to see the the people go to going back to school, getting their degrees. Because like football doesn't last forever. I know he talked about like playing till he was like 40. Uh, in in hard knocks, but like that was a good that was a good conversation. I mean, it seemed a little it, it, it seemed maybe it was a little scripted, but I, a little one sided. I'm not gonna lie, cause it was just Sauce talking to Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was like, "Yeah, like you'll be here too," and then like kind of zoned out for yeah. the rest of the combo. <laughs> nah, but I mean, it, that's that's a high that's a high stamp that he feels like that though. Like I don't feel like Aaron Rodgers would just say that just to say that. Nah, but I mean, like, look, you went, you're all pro. Your rookie season, it, it's one of the only, best. Like yeah. you, ha- I mean, you've already set yourself with that standard. You know, I mean, geez, I mean, ha- can you believe that? Like, I know there's been a lot said about like uh, Joe Douglas and his drafts and his off- and his acquisitions over the last few years since he took the job. But like, mm-hmm. bro, to hit a home run on both offensive Sauce Gardner and, and Garrett yeah, Wilson, yeah, like, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, yeah, that's that says a lot. They, they because they both because they what they both won the award last they year. They both won their respective rookie of the year awards. Yeah, yes. that's 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 out of pocket. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, listen, Joe Douglas got y'all in a great situation though. Like, I mean, you, you look at all the signings. I I mean, just even outside of Aaron Rodgers, you know, you brought all his people with him too. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all about to be on the fringe of signing Dalvin Cook. The good drafts that y'all had, y'all got a lot of those those young players, those young pieces. Like from not even just saucing. Uh, Gilbert, like Brees Hall, you know the other um nice. Yeah, so you got the, the niggas. Yeah, Don, uh, Bam yeah. Bam Knight. You got yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. You know, offensive lineman. Yeah, Will McDonald, the guy they just drafted this year. Facts. Uh, you know, obviously, you know Quincy was here before the Joe Douglas era, but him, but bringing in his brother Quincy Williams from Jacksonville, mm-hmm. that was big. I mean, they're both Quinton and Quincy. Facts. Like they're both like really really good. Yeah, bro. So Joe, so Joe set y'all up. Yeah. Like Joe such a love. So I, I don't I, any anyhow, not to get too off topic, but yeah, like Joe like Joe yeah. Douglas really really set he's y'all put, up. He's put them in a position he put them in a position to be able to go and get an Aaron Rodgers. Make make yourself a destination for an Aaron Rodgers. Because if you don't have a Sauce Gardner or a Brees Hall, right? Or a Garrett Wilson, you know, maybe Rodgers is looking differently about coming to the Jets. You know, what if you don't hit on those draft picks? So good on him. I thought I really liked uh, Salah, like uh, although I wasn't really feeling that whole Crows uh, Eagle yeah, monologue the, thing at the beginning. Oh, at the beginning, I'm like, why are you referring to Eagles when there's Eagles in the league? I thought he, I thought that's what he was going for, like to how like, oh yeah, the, the, you're gonna probably face the Eagles or some some shit. Yeah, like, I have no, I, have, I don't know. I have. Uh, I I saw the vision, but I wasn't really like, eh. 
I know what you were trying to go for, but yeah. it wasn't the right, you know. It, it was, yeah, no. Like, I, you, you, missed, <laughs> you, missed, you missed on that. I, 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 wasn't, fu- I wasn't fucking I wasn't with it. it. I wasn't fucking with it. I was like, the crow's falling out the sky? Like, okay, all right, sure. Like, you, yeah, I, you I got guess. it, bro. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the nigga Method Man. Method Man. <laughs> I'm happy that that nigga didn't say too much. Like, he came through. He, he said his little uh, Bill Parcells scripture and was out. Nah, he just didn't say They cut it that way. Oh, they did? <laughs> because he had way, there was way more Method Man content. Oh, so this probably on a Jets page. It's on, gotta... Yeah, it's on like the Jet, Jet, Jets pages and shit like that. Oh, damn. But he had like, there's a lot more like Method Man uh, like content out there. But yeah, nah. But it was just messed up because like I had seen, it was a little bit melancholy for me because I had seen that that video clip already because mm-hmm. the Jets tweeted it out, the uh, his Bill Parcells. Uh, quote. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, damn. I thought I was gonna get something new, but like, I already yeah, seen. I already yeah, seen this shit. Well, that's what you get for being a fan. I, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 you know that. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. This is not my team, so I'm kind of just like watching from a distance. Yeah, but damn, I, I I was fucking with that. Um, I like how they kind of individually like went into the rooms. I know how Hard Knocks usually does it, but it just feels like so much different. I feel like because the Jets is. It's so it's so much on the line for them this year. You got like for real with you guys, yo. Like yeah, it's almost. I mean, it's it's as close to Super Bowl or bust as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a lot more expectations than when Favre came, just because. I mean, just everything's around. I think like everybody knows, like, oh yeah, this team with a decent enough quarterback can make a run. Whereas like back then, it was like, yeah, they have a you know good team, but you know maybe Favre can get them. They weren't a Super Bowl contender with Favre on that Jets team, you know, in the, early, the few years ago. Right. This though, everybody knew, like, yo, you just get him a semi-decent quarterback. They're going to the playoffs. You get him Aaron Rodgers. Nah, that's a team that could go to the Super Bowl. So it's nice to see that. It's, it's expectation. It was neck and Rodgers in the beginning. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Wait, who? Nah, I'm saying everybody. Uh, who was it? It was McCole Harmon. That was when he was talking to him. Okay, all right, all right. But Miles, he was like, Miles, he was come like, on. He's like, man, I grew up, I grew up watching you, man. I, I grew up, yo. You, you don't think niggas be doing that to Braun? Bro. When, he on, when, when they on the court? That's mad neck, though. Like, <laughs> you know but he's saying? on your team. Like, bro, that's, that's, that's a four-time MVP that, like he said, he was like, yo, I was, uh, like seven years old when you came into the league. Like I've only known you as a quarterback, and now I'm playing on the same team as you. Yeah, like it's surreal. Like I get it, but <laughs> you're not the only nigga that's 25 years old on the team, <laughs> my nigga. Like you don't think everybody else feels like that? Like, but what's 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 really crazy? Like with Miko though, <laughs> bro. Look at the quarterbacks he's gone from. He went from Pat Mahomes to now going to Aaron Rodgers. Like. Imagine start as a you know as I'm a saying? wide receiver starting your career off like that. Yeah, bro. Like, like it, it's really not gonna get any better after that. It won't. No, it, it's, oh, getting, nah. it's getting. <laughs> it's not gonna unless the Bills pick him up or something after that. Enjoy like, or, the, or the Bengals. Yeah, enjoy this while it lasts. Yeah, cause starting off, cause starting off with Pat and then going to Rogers is crazy. <laughs> Bro, nah, that's, that's that's actually insane. But hey, man, look, I this is make you this is make you feel more excited for for the first season. Like, nah, yeah. I enjoyed the content. Like I was smiling throughout, but it's the same. I still feel the same. It's like, all right, I just excited, but I'm in the back of my mind as a Jet fan. I'm just thinking, all right, like I'm just waiting for the. Oh my God, Rogers went down. Oh, it's an, it's an MCL sprain. Damn, because that shit—that's the shit that happens to the Jets, bro. Jesus Christ, that's literally what. Ask any Jet fan; they will always tell you, yeah. Like as much as our hopes get high, yeah, something always brings us down to earth. Like look at last year, we're like, oh shit, Brees Hall is really, really something. Mm-hmm. Boom, 
tears up his knee. And in the same game, oh, yeah, AVT, he's probably going to be a, a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. Boom, torn bicep and tricep out for the year. Damn. Like, like you just like it's just it's a shit that happens to the Jets every time. Like you on a whole different net, different level of pessimism right now. I can't. I don't even know how no, I no, feel no, no. about it's, this. It's, no, because like I remember when we did the, the the pod a few weeks ago, and I said, "Yo, like they should be at 11, 12 wins." I still think that ten is but, seven, but I still it's always at the back of my mind because I've seen it happen before. As optimistic optimistic as I can be about the season, like oh, this is what they can do. In the back of my mind, I'm just waiting for that other shoe to drop because I've seen it happen to me countless times before. And so it's like, I don't want to get too high up like, oh my God, like we're going to Super Bowl. Let me get my spot in the, you know, Canyon of Champions right now because I just know, you know, if I get too high and let's say we're eight and one and everything's going well, or like we're seven and two and some shit happens and I'm like, see, I knew I knew I couldn't get myself. I shouldn't give myself hopes. Damn, bro. I know that's that's the struggle of being a Jet fan. Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> this is what I will say, right? I think that health permitting, y'all will be y'all will be great. I like to great for y'all, meaning that y'all will be ten and seven. <laughs> um, at best, y'all should get to the divisional round. I think y'all y'all at should best. I think at, at so you're saying the at, ceiling is divisional? No, no, no. Right? Sorry, no. I said at best. At worst, apologies. Okay. Yes, right. at worst. Divisional round, but I, anything after that is a toss up. I don't even think I don't even think AFC Championship game is a lock. I don't think it's a lock because I mean you figure the teams you got to go through, right? You got to go through the you got to go through the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You got to go through the Chiefs, yeah. right? And then obviously you're gonna have other teams there. Obviously, like you know if Lamar stays healthy, what that Ravens team could possibly be if the Chargers ever figure it out. You got a Pro Bowl caliber, All Pro caliber quarterback in Justin Herbert, right? Um, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a dogfight. You don't know what the Dolphins are gonna do, right? If Tua stays on the field long enough with those weapons around him, like they have a solid defense, I easily have a top ten defense down in Miami. I mean, yep. even with the loss of Jalen Ramsey, they still have a very very good defense. Uh, so it's it's gonna be a battle, man. It's gonna it's gonna be a battle. But hey, look, I I'm glad that the Jets are going into battle with uh Aaron Rodgers. Like even in one of the scenes from Hard Knocks. Uh, Jeff Olbridge, the defensive coordinator, they were running back film. Mm. They're like, yo, look at this pass, right? Like, there's only, like, two people on the planet that can make that pass, and one of them is your quarterback. Like, no matter what happens in the game. Oh, that's that's another example of how I was given neck. I'm like, my Bro, nigga, but this no, is— Nah, but, Miles, that this, pass, though. This is a, Come on. This is a, this is a defensive meeting— Yes, you got you talking to your guys like I like what I like the message that he was given though. That's what he was saying. He was like, "Yo, yeah. like don't get Only down two on this." people can make that pass. Don't like, get down yes. on this rep get it. because get you guys it. played it perfectly. That nigga's just built different, yeah. and that nigga that's built different is your quarterback. Facts. Which means no matter like we'll, and that's the problem with, with the Jets for the last few years, right? They go down by ten points. It's like, oh shit, the game over, right? Whereas now it's like, yo, if the Jets go down by ten points early, yo, you still got Aaron Rodgers. You you always have a chance, you know, which I which I. I like, I appreciate. And this is true. I'm excited for it. Having a guy that always puts you in a position to win. Yep. Even when you're down is is rare in the NFL. There's probably only about like five or six guys. I mean, in, in recent memory, I can only really think of three that I'm like, yo, you give him the ball in the second half and you're down. So Pat, you, Aaron Rodgers, who else? Pat, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Mm. Like, that was, like, it was almost a definite when Tom got the ball with, what, two minutes left in the fourth? Oh, shit, like. They're yeah. gonna win the game. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, you give him 35 seconds, he figures some shit out. 
And Aaron Rodgers, we literally, there's memes about him. Oh, damn, you gave Aaron Rodgers too much. A minute, 12 seconds? <sighs> too much time. Too on the ball on, the tw- ball on his 20? Yeah, y'all gave him too much time. Y'all gave him too much time. Yeah, I would say, th- I mean, those are the three greatest of coming back. In our generation. Yeah, in our say. generation. In yeah. our generation, yeah. It's crazy to say that Mahomes on that list. He's been in the league for less than, like, 10 years. Been in the league for, what, like, six, seven years now? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's, it's crazy. Like, he's, he's it feels, he feels new, but, like, he's... It took him, what, two years to get the starting job from... Uh, Not one. So it was first, just one off so, Alex so, so the first year was his observation year. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs went to the playoffs that year. They lost. Then after that, that's when they traded Alex Smith to the uh, to, to, to Washington. Washington. Yeah. And then okay. that's when Pat took over. And then his first season starting, that's where he went crazy. Had, like, 50 touchdowns. He had that red shirt year. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. And then I had Pat Mahomes in fantasy, and then that's oh, yeah. that that. But that's why, like, that's that's the origin story of why he's my favorite player because he he went crazy for me in fantasy, and it was like one of the craziest second year seasons that like to to history that we've seen. I think we all we all have those players. Like Legarrette Blunt is one of my favorite players. What? Because I think it was his second to last year with the Patriots, and he went off for like fourteen touchdowns. And I had him as my running back, too. And I was like, yo, like, every single game, he's giving me 18, 19 points a game. Yeah. I I love that guy. That was like Jamal Williams last year. (sighs) Just giving everybody mad touchdowns. Kazikage? Yes. (laughs) Big Saints. Oh, man. No, no, no. But I I, I fuck with hard knocks. I watch it if it's an interesting team. Like, a couple years ago when they had it for the Raiders, I was... I enjoyed that thoroughly. Bro, I watch every single year. I'm 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 who a hard knock stand. Who, who was it? Who was it last year? The Lions. Did I watch that? It was the Lions. The Lions I did watch. And then yeah, it, yeah, the yeah. in season one was the Cardinals. That I didn't watch. I, I didn't watch I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch the in season. The in season one isn't appealing to me because it's gonna be every week. I already know what's gonna happen. Like if the Cardinals lose, like two days later I gotta watch that mm. and see it again. Like I know what the hell is happening. Like their locker room's imploding. I see the news articles, like is what it is. At least with Hard Knocks in the offseason, you're seeing a bunch of it's 90 guys, right? You're seeing and you're getting to know some people that you never knew before, mm. right? Like, did you know who Chad Sherratt was before no, the? Did not. There you number, go. Number, now, now I know number 54 on the Jets. There you go. Caught an interception. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, it's a uh, Hard Knocks does a good job. They, and well. bro, the Lieb Schreiber shit. I thought that was funny with that, him and uh, Rodgers. Oh, oh, with him coming on. That was mad weird. Like, they kind of, they did build build that up OD. So, they built it up because Rodgers, when they asked Rodgers about it. You might, remember the, the golf the, tournament yeah, that he was at? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm not really excited, but I do want to meet Lee Shriver, like the voice of God. And so, they did kind of OD with it a little bit with the whole helicopter flying thing. Like, everybody was watching like, yo, who's that? Because, <laughs> like, well, you know what I was interested about, though? That really caught me. Well, two things. One, Leave Shriver sounds way different in person than he does than he does on, on the, the booth. Yes. Yeah. It's like I wonder how he does that. Yeah, I don't like, know how he does that. Yeah, no. He. Yeah, when I heard him talking to Rogers, I was just confused because I, I I didn't know who it was at first. But then they going into going into it, I'm like, yeah. this is not him. This doesn't not, sound like him. It's just funny because the first time I found out Leave Shriver did uh, Hard Knocks, it was like maybe two or three years after he was in um, what do you call it? Uh, what was the Wolverine movie? Oh, the, the, the first um, like one of like the new like the, the Hugh Jackman one. Oh, crap! It was like when he had, like Logan. Was it Logan? Was it Logan? Was that Logan? 
No, I don't remember. But go ahead. Nah. Though. But like it was that it was that movie where he was in and he like their brothers and stuff and he has like the the, little, the fingernail shits and he's like calling everybody. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that Lee Shriver is the same guy that's doing hard knocks? Like but, hell, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. But I wonder how much he gets paid for that. Hopefully a lot. Damn. The voice yeah, he of probably, God. He probably do get a, a pretty penny. Like yeah. it's HBO. Yeah. So you figure like they got money. Premium cable. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. They can drop F bombs on that program. So this is the second time that the Jets have uh, done hard knocks. Second right? time, yes. Yeah, first yeah, one was with Rex Ryan. Yeah, in that era, the Jets. They, I don't think the Giants have ever gotten it. Uh, we've never, we've never. Well, gotten it. the show's been going since like two thousand. Yeah, I don't. And think you that. have to meet stipulations. Yeah, for it, I think it's like, I know one of them is like you can't have been on. It has to be like a ten year gap or some shit like that for you to be on it. Mm. Um and like other things as well. I don't know the specific specifics, but yeah, I'm good though. I don't want my team on there. Keep my keep keep the Giants far away from that. Why? Yeah, just I'm good. Like all that exposure. Like if I was a Jets fan, I would hate this for my team right now because all this exposure, all of this opens my opens me up for. All right, everybody's setting all these expectations on my team, and then when the, y'all when the Jets gonna jet, as you always say. Mm. It, it's just gonna make that disappointment so much more, so much larger. Uh, I see where you're coming from. I just think it's it's funny because like they'll do hard knocks for teams that aren't supposed to be quote unquote good. Like nobody predicted the Lions were gonna be, you know, a near playoff team last year, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought they had an interesting hard knocks. The Raiders, like the whole Antonio Brown situation. Yeah, that's that, that we kind of got lucky with that hard knocks. Uh, but I don't think anybody had them as Super Bowl contenders nah. that year. The Texans one year. We're one, and they only had like, well, I think it was like, I think it was like Deshaun's last year or second to last year with the Texans before the whole, I don't know, kerf- wa- you know, I incidents. I, I don't know if I watched that one with Bill with Bill O'Brien. Still Bill O'Brien was still the coach. Yeah, so maybe I did. Okay. Yeah. So like they 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 they, they go back uh, the Rams when Jeff Fisher was still there. I don't think that one I saw. No, uh, one I, I think it was I think it was like Goff's rookie year. Yeah, it was Goff's rookie year because the next year they brought in McVay and everything. Everything turned around. Changed. Everything changed. Yeah. They stopped being eight and eight boys. <laughs> That's a fact. They really was the most mid team in the bro, NFL. Bro, Je- Jeff Fisher, bro. Between the Rams and the Titans, you need a five hundred or nine and seven season. That's your guy. That's your guy. For real, bro. But no, nah, it's, it's 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 been cool. I I'm I'm excited for the next episode. Uh, it's just funny because like I'm so in tune with the team where it's like a lot of the stuff like you know was going to happen already, especially yeah. like the. Hall of Fame game. It's like, oh, damn. Especially because NBC was doing it. So I'm like, I already know all the shit that's going to happen and whatnot. I was surprised, though. They didn't do no Dalvin content. And Dalvin was at Jet training camp. Like, he was there. Yeah, but I mean, like, they didn't... They, they didn't. didn't I know him. they didn't sign him. Like, they probably have the content, but I, they probably will decide to leave it in or leave it out based mm-hmm. on if he signs with the team. Yeah. I would think anyways. Like, I, I would I would have thought they maybe show, like, you know, oh, yeah, he's standing on the sideline. And, like, you know, Lee Shriver be like, Delvin Cook, four-time Pro Bowler for the Vikings, <laughs> is still seeking a home. Maybe he thinks one jet drive could be it. And then it's him, like, talking to Woody Johnson or some shit like that. Maybe. That was my Lee Shriver. That was a, that was, a, that was a <laughs> <laughs> Nigga Lee Shriver. Who's the nigga that does in a world? I don't know. You know who I, who, all right. I, did they ever debunk this to nigga on, a, like, the radio? And then it was like. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? The uh, uh, it's always on like Hot ninety seven or just any like like hip hop radio station, like mm. the southern like 
accent guy. Like the gun, the one that that they do the voice. Like, damn, son, where'd you find this? Like, oh, that was um. Wait, did they? It say, wasn't McLovin. They, no, no they, well, that was the joke. Did they say it was George Bush? I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they said it was George Bush. <laughs> Hold on, hold Wait, on. Wait, Matt, you know Go- who I'm talking about, right? Matt, can you Google this for us, please? It's Damn Son, where'd you get that from? Oh, I think I've actually seen that video. Yeah, no, like, I know the video, right? But, like, the person that actually does it, because he does other sound bites for other things. So, like, I always wanted to know, like, who that guy was. Yeah, that. Because I feel like if you put in the Damn Son, where'd you find this, it's just going to bring you the clip uh, or the YouTube little video of the McLovin Right? Shadow Haze. No, no, that's like the joke, but I oh, think Oh, that's I've... a joke? Okay. Yeah, wait, voice actor Shadow Haze. Nah, I thought it was George uh-huh. Bush. Why'd you think it was George Bush? <laughs> somebody, no told, somebody, to- somebody, somebody told you? Somebody told me that. Is that like when people kept saying Sierra was a man in school and everybody just believed it? <laughs> nah, in hindsight, that's one of the craziest yeah, accusations of all time. It's crazy, because like, I remember in school, people said, oh yeah, Sierra's a man. I'm like, wait, what? What? Um... What? Shadow Haze. I will bite the fuck out that nigga nose. What? <laughs> that is a very harrowing thing. Very harrowing image, honestly. That is a very random thing to say as well. Yeah. You've been on one with your random outbursts lately. <laughs> yeah. I saw the text random yesterday. Outbursts yeah, that was, that was disgusting. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyways, yes, Hard Knocks premiere. Well, it already aired. Uh, but it's going to be the rest of August, so that'll tie us over right into football season. Um, I don't know. Do you, you didn't watch You don't watch Winning Time. Nah, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't see it yet. I didn't see it uh, yet. So you gotta, I'm I, telling I, you. Just, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm working my way there. Working way? Okay. I'm working my way there. All right. All I know is this nigga Magic Johnson. It's a dastardly man. Yeah, he was, this, he this was, nigga he oh, was outside. Could you imagine? Could you, outside? Bro, could you imagine Magic Johnson in the Instagram era? Oh, he would have oh, been bad. It would have been clips. It would have been. It would have been bad. Would have been clips. Nah, but you say that though. Like it's so much easier to get back though. Like like people would have been like hollering at Cookie's Instagram like OD. Like they'd be like, "Is this your man? Is this your man? Is this your man?" No, I'm talking about him. Oh no, he would have been going crazy. Oh, bro, yes, but he also would have gotten back mad easily though. Eh. Yeah, people be getting bagged on the gram all the time. But I don't be on the gram, so I don't oh, know. Oh, you don't. Oh, Are you, you don't speaking from know. personal experience? I yes. Okay. Yeah. That's why they called him the deacon and yeah. the bishop. Nah, reformed. Reformed. Ah, yeah. uh, yes, yes. Welcome back like Mace. Stop playing with me. <laughs> you know who needs to be welcome back? Cool. That old Baltimore Orioles uh, announcer. Yo. Because him getting suspended was arguably the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Bro, and it's like, you know when you watch videos and you're just waiting for, like, whatever yes! happened? And yeah. I, and I'm just like, what did he say? I'm like, this is the, the whole video. Like, I'm, like, doing more research and it's like... Yeah, but I, I shout out to everybody, including the the, the Orioles fans, because they called it out. Shout out to the announcers, um, Keith and, and Ron Darling. They like they they, me- they mentioned yeah. it on their on on the Mets broadcast. Michael K like eviscerated. Um, oh, he did. The, uh, it was on the Michael K show. Oh, and the Mike- but he oh. like but see, he, like, he went ham. See, he should, see, but he ain't do it on the broadcast though. Oh, he didn't. I mean, I don't know if he. I don't think he did yesterday. Well, I, I don't know. We was we was playing a game yesterday, yeah, so we yeah. didn't, we didn't see it. But yeah. I mean, John Sterling mentioned it. Sir, I did. I did hear John Sterling yeah, mentioned it. John, John Sterling. Nah, everybody likes. It. Apparently, yeah. everybody really likes that kid. Like he's like mad young. Yeah. Um, like uh, and like an up and coming uh broadcaster. And yeah, they was. If you haven't heard, don't know. Uh, the Orioles having a great season this year, turning it around. But 
they've been terrible for the last few years. And they had a graphic in one of their games against the Rays because they always lose down in Tampa. And they were just pointing it out. Like, it was a fact. It wasn't like, a, oh, yeah, these guys suck. It was like, hey, statistically speaking, they have not won series, like 18 series. They've lost 18 straight series in Tampa. But it's okay because this year they have a chance to rectify that. And there was a whole graphic and everything. And apparently the Orioles management got a little butt hurt about that and uh, suspended the guy. Like they were even ch- like the fans were even chanting at the game yeah. against the Astros the other day. Yep, his name. Uh, good on them. Uh, that's that's a nice uh, feel good story in baseball. The fans rallying around him. You know who should have been rallied around, oh. <laughs> but wasn't? <laughs> uh, Mr. Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox. Damn. And uh, you had to have seen this by now because. Damn. That nigga got knocked the fuck out. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Yo, remember when we went to the White Sox game last year? Yes. And, you know, Tim Anderson, it, like... It was he, the whole Tim Anderson, Josh, I don't say, yeah. Jackie uh, situation. Right, 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 yeah. right, exactly. So, obviously, I'm like, damn, like, you know, I'm I'm fu- I'm fu- I'm riding with Tim because, you know, the whole... Miles for everybody black. Yeah, right, of course. As, as <laughs> shit, <laughs> that's a fact. And my little cousin, he be rooting for Tim Anderson, so... He was like, when Tim Anderson hit a home run in the second game, the nigga was going crazy talking mad shit about the Yankees because, of course, we lost the game. So, you know, him getting knocked the fuck out. I texted him. I was like, ha I got you back, bitch. <laughs> Should have been like, is this your goat? <laughs> I've been like, that nigga got peace, boy. Nah, well, what fight was worse, this or the uh, Errol Spence Crawford fight? <laughs> Nah, this one was over before it started. Nah, you should have sent him the pick of of Martin with <laughs> a busted up face. Nah, Tim Anderson got pieced up, bro. That's bad. Like I, I, I don't even know how to describe that. Like baseball fights are, are are jokes. I mean, I give I give Tim Anderson a lot of credit though because he he took the gloves off and he was really ready to ready to shake. But Jose Ramirez was like, yeah, nah, sorry, I does this. I do. <laughs> I think it came with the right knocked him knocked him down oh, they bro was knocked him down him off the one. field he didn't know where he was knocked him on the side of his head bro i couldn't imagine grown ass man hitting you that hard like this nigga hit baseballs 400 feet and he just hit your dome almost 400 feet knocked that shit <laughs> sideways bro damn nigga really got knocked out in front of like 30,000 people in front yeah. of all the baddies. Yeah, I mean, if Cleveland has baddies, but... Yeah, thank God that man is married. He got a wife to go Well, I mean, I don't know, because I mean, cause he's got oh. some shit going on there, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, with the whole, you know, the affair with, like, the friend or some shit Wait, like what? Bro, I, wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? Oh, word? Bro, like, after, after this, you gotta go look into, like, the whole Tim Anderson, like, his girl and, like, his girl's friend type shit. Like, his girl's friend was on some messy shit, bro. It's... Oh, damn. It's, TA7 had some baggage well before this season, and it sucks because, like, he's having an awful season. Yeah. But when is he a free agent? I think we could use him. All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, that'll go over well in, in, in New York. Yeah, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga, no, because niggas will dead. If Tim Anderson came to New York, right, and he started and got into a slump, like a, like a, a Giancarlo-type slump. Oh, man. Dog, they would deadass be chanting Jackie every man. single time. It'd get, it'd get nasty. It would get, it would get it, bad, it'd get, it'd get heinous. It would get heinous, man. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Oh, boy. Yeah. Nah. It's, <laughs> boy. Nah, you know what's crazy? Speaking of heinous, I'm, I'm, I'm getting further into my, uh, 
Yu Yu Hakusho journey, right? We're like, oh. we're almost 50. We're almost halfway done. I think I'm on like episode Nigga, like 48, I, I, 49. I saw you was on like 40 something. Yeah, bro. On just the, grind. On, on my country road. Yeah, bro. Grinding through that. So where you where you at now? Did you meet uh Did you meet the Pixie nigga yet? Nah, I uh they just beat the uh the Ninja Clan. You meet so you did meet the pixie nigga. I'm pixie. talking about the nigga with the red hair and the horn. Oh, oh, you mean uh, Lucky Charms guy? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with that nigga, but yeah, that nigga's <laughs> a pixie. I be forgetting his name though. Wait, he's a pixie? Well, no, I don't know what the fuck he is. Think, he, he what, just, what, just cause he can fly and he talk funny? And his hair. His hair is just red. Yes. Pixie's hairs be red? I mean, just be like off color. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Botan's hair is light blue, but no, Botan is not a pixie though. But you just said his hair is off color, so. That nigga be all right. Anyways, I'm just saying. Nah, he was funny because I was like, "Yo, he's about to sell me a cereal that's magically delicious." Shit, crazy. <laughs> oh, I saw. I think I did see that. You tweet. saw that tweet? Yeah, yeah. I know, bro. Now nah, it's been fun. This is a. This I actually really like this tournament arc. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a nice tournament arc, and like, there's only been like one fight that has been like kind of predictable. Other than that, I'm like, damn, like how are niggas gonna get out of this? Like, yeah. I was really. Did you see? You saw Hiei's fight. I saw Hiei's fight. You saw you saw how strapped Sun. Nah, he son, nah, he, the black energy the, the, shit. The, the, the dragon of the darkness flame, nigga. Yeah, nigga that paralyzed shit. his whole right arm. He was like, ah, oh, shit, I can't do this no more. Nah, he's but, nah. Hiei is so is so different, bro. So Ko- different. Koenma's really my guy. Koenma, that nigga's hilarious, bro. Fuck that <laughs> little. Fuck nah, that. honestly, it is fuck that nigga, but he is dumb funny because he be talking crazy to Ogre. <laughs> <laughs> like Ogre, you dumbass! What the fuck are you talking about? Of course I can see. Nah, it was it was in the it was in the first tower arc where son <laughs> where son bought him the wrong book, and he said, "Ogre, that's ten spankings," <laughs> and then he was the Ogre was like, "No." Anything but that. Also, I don't want to. Uh, I think I said it before. I don't want to have to make this brass assumption because I'm only halfway in. But, but, Botan is is bordering on useless goddess territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Useless light blue haired goddess territory. I'm, I don't. I, I have hope. Look, still halfway through. But I'm just gonna say it. I don't see. She's not contributing nothing. She's not. She's not even contributing one liners. Uh. Kuwabara's sister is doing a way better job with the one-liners. Kuwabara's sister is, She's is, is mad like, funny. Is, is like that. I fuck with I fuck with Kuwabara's mad sister. Mad funny. Like, I don't know, Botan. I look, man, for somebody that can fly on a broom, you you're not doing it. I don't know, man. You like you know what really pissed me off? When they was trying to find um Hiei's sister mm. and the man and they had to go through the forest. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, can't you just lift up on your uh your broom and see the you know go over the, uh, the woods why why are we walking through the woods nope botan leaves all that shit to the spirit detectors bro like the worst man can't heal nobody nope. ba- like like just out there for cardio really like on some tony snow type shit like it's crazy i'm glad you tapped in so who's your favorite so who would you say is your favorite character so far uh favorite character not named yusuke he wasn't even my favorite Damn. To be honest, I don't even know if he's my top three. Cause you know me, I like I like the obscure character. I like the funny character. I like the deviant character. Like those are my those are my peoples. So who would you say, Cool Barra? He's funny. He's funny. He's funny. Cool Barra's sister is definitely in my top three right now. Definitely um, the first Guru brother. I don't know what it is about him. He just. I don't know. It's the sunglasses and the way he talks. It's oh, just mad funny. Oh, the to me. big, the bigger. The, to yeah, go. the big, yeah. yeah, the big guy. The one that was like, the one that destroyed an entire building mm-hmm. just to flex on Yusuke. Be like, 
brother, <laughs> you don't want no parts of this. Nigga said, I, there's levels <laughs> to me. No, dead <laughs> He was like, you thought you thought back there in the house? You thought in Tarukane's house? I was trapped? <laughs> you don't even... I was using 20% of my power. Bro, he's... <laughs> Watching that shit like as a kid really had me confused. I'm like, how are y'all gonna beat this nigga, bro? I'm I'm sitting here now. I'm like, all right, he used sixty percent of his power, barely once, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, yo, Yusuke is barely getting by some of these dudes, I like will... by the skin of his teeth, and this man is out here flicking people's heads off with a pinky. Like, I need to know how he's gonna. This I love how they're building up this 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 villain. No, no bullshit, and you'll see why. But, and no, no spoilers, of course, but when him and Yusuke finally link up, nigga, it's one of the, it's one of the best fights in that era of anime, bro. It's, it it it's, seems like it's, it's going to be a good fight. And I feel like, I feel like Yu Yu is good because it does a good, it does a good job of progressing the story while, like, inciting violence in it. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the difference between you, I, bro, you have to watch Dragon Ball Z at some point. Like, even if you just watch, like, up to the Frieza era, you got to watch it because I think Dragon Ball Z in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball in general is literally just violence. Like the pro, like the plot is not really like. There's no plot. Niggas mm -hmm. just is just like, yo, I'm just trying to keep the earth safe, <laughs> and just fuck niggas up. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, nigga, you the earth's father, I guess. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like parents mm -hmm. do the same shit. I'm yeah. just trying to keep my kids safe. Just trying to keep my peoples together. You know, like you just trying to protect what you love. Like, I mean, and I guess that's like the the principle of most shonen anime. But this is just. But Dragon Ball Z is like, yo, there's really no, there's really no plot. Mm. I'm talking to a wall here because you, you had never seen it, but yeah, I only, I only know enough, like, you know, some characters, and that's about it. But you know what? Before we get into ABC, because uh, you know what, it really hasn't been a big sports week. You know, um, it is what it is. Sometimes we have some dead weeks. Yankees are still middling. It is what it is. Basketball is in its off season. I don't know if you saw any of the USA scrimmage against or the bat game against Puerto Rico. Yo, they one lineup that I will say look out for when they got Mikel, Paolo, um Bridges. You already said Mikel. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Bridges, Paolo, Brunson, that's mm -hmm. what I meant to say. Edwards and Ooh, Jaron well, Jackson. And and, Bra and and Brandon Ingram. Well, Ooh. I mean, when Jaron Jackson got hurt, but mm -hmm. they had they they had Brandon Ingram running the five. Mm. Oh, bro, that was that was smooth basketball right there, mm. bro. Like for real, I think Ant Man is probably gonna be like the best player on the team, but the way Brunson was playing as well, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna lead the pack. It's gonna be exciting to see them play. They play um, Slovenia on Saturday. Ooh, yeah, oh, that be fun. Yeah, so they're gonna be they're gonna play against Luca. I want to see Luca bust their ass though. See, you know who I really liked in the game? I like Tyrese's minutes. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I thought yeah, he yeah. I thought he had some good run. I like to see him kind of with that starting unit, just to just like a little bit of it, just to see. And I think that first half, like I know people were kind of shitting on them in the first half. I'm mm. like, yo, it's their first game, like, and you saw they ended up airing these niggas by forty. Yeah. Um, I saw Team Canada was down by like twenty today at uh against Germany. Oh really? And niggas were saying Canada is the best, you know, competition to the U.S. because they got it's all NBA niggas. Yeah. Right. You got RJ Shea, like. But you know oh, them, what? Uh, they Brooks. might they might match up better against us, but still might not match up well against the rest of the world. It's very possible. It's very possible because you got guys that are good. These are like fringe level all stars. If you think about it, like who's the best player on Team Canada? Sh Shaq Gillis Alexander, fringe all star. Like I mean, he no, was, no, 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 no. Come on, bro. Shaq was averaging thirty. He was like averaging thirty and uh like nine last Frank, year, bro. He's a fringe all star. 
That's bro, only, bro, bro, politics. bro. I, that nigga better than that nigga's better than just fringe all star. Bro, that he, is a bro. I mean, like, all right, he was first team All NBA last year, but he's a fringe all star, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's a he was the best player on a on a well. The Thunder are gonna be a lot better this year, so I say he's still, yeah, bro. He's still a fringe all star. Like he's he got to do it for but, longer. But he's still he, he's he's still valid. All right, bro. bro but you if, know, you Shea Gilly good. It it if SGA is the best player. I or, think your, because, or your or your national team, bro. I mean, depends I on did, who they, did, they, did they end up beating Germany or did they? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But even just to be down to Germany, who does Germany have? Dirk retired like years ago. Yeah. Who does Germany have? Nobody. Um, to be down to Germany is kind of crazy because at least Puerto Rico got NBA niggas on their team. Yeah. Like, and we was up. Well, we was up the whole game though. We had the the states. We was pretty up, much. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think the big thing is Jamal Murray. If Jamal Murray ever plays for Canada, Canada, oh, he's not playing for them. He's not playing. I, I was oh, seeing somewhere that it's man. like it wasn't even his. Like it's Canada that's on some bullshit with him. Oh, so I don't know. Damn, what that's Jamal about. Mar- but. Damn, if Jamal Murray not, that's a big loss. I would say if Jamal was on that team, like they're like, all right, like, that's a little squad right there. But yeah, you really, but their squad is really comprised of it's RJ, it's SGA. Of, of, it's a really, it's a bunch of really good role players. On their team, but it's not anything that's like, oh, wow, like, these are superstar type quality guys. Outside of me thinking Shea Gillis, because I think he's a superstar. You know what I think? I think that the United States, well, not even just the United States, I feel like FIBA should do international friendlies more often. Like, you know how how, how FIFA does? Like, we'll do, like, Mm -hmm. random international friendlies, like, at any point. Like, FIBA should do that. Like, it could be whenever. But it's not not worth it for the U.S., I mean, it's not like, wor- like, it's not worth it for the U.S., but they should still mandate that they do it though, just to get guys like accustomed to playing with each other. Like, you know, you still got to try out for the like. For example, like Trey Young didn't make the USA team, right? Mm-hmm. But he was trying out, and apparently, like, there was some less than stellar reports on him at at the tryouts. Damn, they really hate him, bro. It's weird. Like, I there's a weird like narrative about Trey Young going around like the NBA, NBA Twitter and things like that. And it's like you're either like a really big Trey Young stan or you just hate that guy. You love him and you hate him. Yeah. And like do I love every aspect of his game? No, I think he does foul bait a little bit. But other than that, like you can't deny like he's a really, really good player. He gets his teammates involved. You know, he led the league in assists this year, average wise. Um actually no sorry, not average wise. Total wise. But that's only because James Harden missed a bunch of games and his average was up. But you know, I, I I don't know why people don't like Trey Young, but I mean, you'd figure he'd be one of the best players on the team if on Team USA if he was there right now. Um, but just to go back to your point, I just it's not advantageous to players because just just if you force guys to do it, right? Are you forcing that year's team to do it, or just are you just taking a collection of random NBA players? Like, would you have like Harrison Barnes and like JaVale McGee and like? I don't know, Jalen Brown just thrown together just for an international friendly. And then, like, the FIBA team is something different? I would just say, like, have just the FIBA team. Like, just have the FIBA team, but the FIBA team be comprised of, like, whatever guys, like, I would say, like, every four years, guys got to try out. And whatever the team is, is the team for the next four years. Can I just dog the tryout then? What do you mean? If you make it mandatory that you have to try out, only, what, 12 guys make the team? I mean, I'm saying for the tryout, not mandatory that you try out. It's mandatory that you do it for four years. If you try out. So then what is the, I guess, re- qualifications or requirements, right? Because the NBA has, you know, what, 400 guys. Mm. And 
You only have you have the Olympics every four years. You have the FIBA, yeah, or every however many years. But right? international friendlies, though, like they, how often do they really happen? They don't really happen like that. And in, in, in terms and, of like, so I honestly don't know in terms of like soccer or it doesn't like, really happen. It doesn't really happen that often. It like happens like maybe a couple times a year. So it's like it's not like it, it would even take away from the NBA season, and I'm sure that you can do it. During. So it, it'd have to be in the summer. They do it in the summer. Yeah. Do it in the summer, whatever. Mm. I don't know. I just don't see, like, at least me personally, I don't see why it's advantageous for, like, the U.S. to do it. Mm. Because, all right, so, like, if they did a, a friendly, right, it means they have to go to another country. Because there's no draw for, like, bringing, you know. I would say that the benefit. I mean, the only thing, only, only, only team I could see being drawn here, right, Slovenia. All right, you got Luka. Other than that, are you bringing, like, the Ukraine like, are you bringing Germany? Like, what What would Germany Yeah, but that's, do? like, also, that's also, like, the worst-case scenario. If you're thinking about getting a team from Europe, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, I, I don't say CONCACAF, but, F- like, FIBA teams that are in South, Central, and... Los Angeles. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, South Central, South Central America. And, yeah, that that can come that can come through and play. That's within the same time zone. There's only a flight. I mean, I, I can see, like, like, Puerto Rico, Cuba... Dominican Republic. Yeah, like when the U.S. All right, so like when in men's soccer, like they have like a division in the world. It's called CONCACAF. That's Con- basically yeah. Yeah, exactly right. So, so they play in CONCACAF. So that like whatever the, the FIBA equivalent to that would be what I would say the mandate is. If they did it, it's just something yeah. to think about. And the rest of the world is getting better. The rest, of the, the, rest of the, the rest of the world is getting better in basketball. And I think as a United States, we have to acknowledge that. This is part of what I was explaining to you before about how the U.S. kind of has a basketball problem or is going to have a basketball problem soon. I think it's the rest of the world is getting better, definitely. I also think that people underestimate just how good the U.S. is because the U.S. does not send their best like everybody else does. Like, it's a, like the rest of the world sees it as, like, this amazing privilege and honor, like, to be the best player basketball player representing your country right like Mm -hmm. the best players in spain will be on spain's team the best players in greece will be on greece's team right okay the best players in the u.s do not want like do not willingly a lot of them do not willingly want because if we really want to feel the best of the best on us right steph curry would be there every single year braun would be there every year kd would be there every year ad would be there every year Kawhi, PG, like all the t- like right. all the top guys okay. would be there every single year. But those guys also serve their time. Like, P- no, Kawhi never, I don't think, ever did it. But I don't remember PG, Kawhi ever being on the PG, PG. PG did, yes. PG served his time. LeBron served his time. Steph served his time. Also, these are guys that are all like 33, 34. They're, they're all older. But I'm saying in general. Okay, but now you go, now go younger. Like, let's look younger now. Like, mm-hmm. let's look 32 and under. Tatum. Tatum is, Tatum's missing. Trey. Trey is missing. Jalen Brown, Brandon Ingram. I mean, Bi's there, but though. he's he's there on FIBA, but he's not there on Olympics. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think at least everybody knows Olympics means way more than FIBA because yeah. who gives a sh- like? I still, in the most I, I still respectful think, way possible, nobody really gives a shit about FIBA. Right. It's the Olympic gold that really matters. It's the it's the Olympic gold that really matters, right? But I still feel like even if with the team that you have right now, you add Tatum, you add Trey Young to the to that for the, the Olympic team, I still don't even feel like that's like I mean, it's not it's definitely nothing to to laugh at, but even last Olympics, a lot of guys were questioning that that team. They won, right? But mm. they still like on paper you look at these teams and you like, mm, I don't know. 
that's the thing. I, I think it's like they're not even they're not even ranked. Like like I'm curious. Like if if Tatum and them played, like would they have been ranked the number the number one team in FIBA because they're not even ranked number one team in FIBA right now. It's a uh, it's Spain, but I mean you know you're missing guys, but not really yeah. missing guys. But that's a like Dame. He's still but, he's another older guy. Though. No, but I, but I'm just saying like yeah. in terms of like you're saying like everybody has to do their time. These guys yeah. never like the, some of the guys I mentioned never did time. Mm-hmm. Steph never did time. Dame, I don't really recall ever doing time uh, on the Olympic team. Obviously, he had some stacked Olympic teams, right? Like, obviously, that 2012 team was amazing. Right. Right. But, and why is it that they only have to do four years? Because you see the same guys in last Olympics that were there almost 10, 11 years ago on other teams. Right, like mm. so. Why is it that case? Of, oh, you only do it once, and like that's it. Whereas other teams and other well, I countries, didn't say, I didn't say once. I'm just saying, like, if you try out, you have to be a part of the team for for, for the next four years. That I didn't say you can't do it again. I no, say, but but yeah. that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if we were really gonna send our best, we would be sending the elite of the elite, elite, elite of the elite every single year. No, like time doesn't really matter, right? Mm. Like, oh, he was on the team. If Braun was on the team in 08, right? Because Braun was one of the best players. Braun. Crazy enough as it is, it's still one of the best players in the league. Yes. At, let's say in 2020, he'd be on the team, right? Mm-hmm. Same with Steph Curry, right? Steph Curry right now, I will take over probably 99.99999% of players on the planet at th- like this current version of Steph Curry because there's nobody in Canada that's better than Steph. You can argue that there's a nigga in Slovenia that's better than Steph. Who? What other country is going to give you a player like Steph? Yeah. Nobody, right? Serbia give, gives you Jokic, that's it. Right, Greece gives you Giannis. That's it. Right? Yeah, I think what the other teams have going for them is that they play basketball year round together. Right? It's almost like like us yes. in like in yeah, rec no, league, in, 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 yeah. Where it's okay, like yeah. Pierce and McGonagall, we were playing every single day together. Whereas now, when we're playing rec league, we're playing with a bunch of guys that we never played with before. Where. And that's kind of the same with the NBA, right? You may get one or two teammates on the same team of Team USA, yep. but you got guys from the Pelicans and the Spurs and the Nets and the Celtics and the Lakers and the Blazers, and you're all trying to bring it together in a shorter span of time. Like, hey, go out there and be cohesive, where you have Spain and Greece and Portugal and Germany. They've been playing together for four years straight mm-hmm. just trying to beat you. So it's a very interesting thing, and I feel like it's it's that in itself is impressive that the U.S. can – throw a hodgepodge of players together and still come away with gold. Right. Which is why I don't think that the league, but the rest of the pro- country, But that's a will... problem. That's like the comfortable mindset is that we're able to do that right now. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case forever. Like, you already see, and this is part of the reason why I say that the States has a basketball problem. And, like, obviously Tatum is one of the best players in the league. You know, I feel the same way with Trey Young. But you add those guys to this roster, you still – haven't named the top five names in the world in basketball yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of those guys do not come from the United States. I just feel like... Can you name anybody else on those guys' teams? As we all know, basketball's a team sport. Right. Basketball's a team what sport. Is- but basketball is also a sport where one, per- where one person on the team gives you the chance to overcome all of that. And I like my chances. If it's, if it's Giannis and a bunch of Greek niggas named Mykonos... I'll take my chances with the U.S. and whatever they're bringing. See, I, f- I feel that, but I just feel like it's just too comfortable of a mindset. To no, have. It def- I think the U.S. definitely gets into comfortable mindsets. I mean, you see it in over the course of its history, right? Because the U.S. used to just send college kids 
to the Olympics as the Team USA representative. And then they kept getting beat, and it's like, all right, yo, we got to be serious. So then that's how you had the Dream Team, right? In the 90s. And the U.S. was just coasting, right? Yep. Coasting for a few years. And then it took— They, they, stopped, the, giving, they stopped giving a fuck. Then it took Argentina beating them in 04. And even before that, they lost. They didn't even qual- they didn't even qualify mm-hmm. for the for the uh, FIBA in in two thousand and two. Yep. They lost. They, yep. lo- they they didn't even medal because they were just give- they were just throwing random niggas there. Right. And Fucking they- Andre Miller was on that team. Wasn't Sean Marion on the 04? I think Sean Marion. <laughs> yeah, bro, that 014. team and that 014 team wasn't even really that bad. It was like Sean Marion, Allen Iverson, Carmelo. Yep. D Wade was on that team. Wasn't uh yeah Melo yeah you're right Melo was there yeah Ron was on that team I, too Ron was but they the, but they wasn't getting no run they they, what, they didn't get they like buried them on the bench and then it took the redeem team and it was like yo what, let's yeah. be serious for a second and they sent a squad and they mopped the play <laughs> then in 2012 but but the league but the league from from a from a talent standpoint like this, and this, and that's the difference right. You got the dream, you got the redeem team in 2008. Mm. That entire roster was the top 10 in the NBA at the time. Mm-hmm. Like the American roster now, it's not it, it's not the top 10. It, it it's not it, I it, know. It, it's far it's far from it. That's what I'm saying like the so the, you're saying so you're saying like the US is is getting back to their comfortability. That's what that's okay. what that's what I'm foreseeing. That's what, that, okay. that's okay. what that's what I'm foreseeing. I'm seeing I'm seeing that the rest of the world is 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 and obviously like when you when you're in front when you're when you set the pace it's you know it's different yeah you know and you're, you're not you're not catching anybody everybody's trying to catch you so yeah what's your motivation I just feel like it's gonna get to the point where when we get caught or mm-hmm. when when it when whenever that that time happens we gonna be like damn like that we need to do do something different about this you need to take it seriously again yeah of you course know? no I, I see you know what now I see I see your point I I so your point is more so. The lead, the rest of the world is getting better, and the U.S. can't take its foot off the gas. Yeah, of course, yes. Which absolutely. is what they're kind of showing, at least with this FIBA team. Yeah, which which funny this, because this, like, this FIBA team and even the last Olympic team. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird. Like, I also think they need to have like feel to not just having the top like the best players because sometimes the best player if you just have like the ten best players or whatever. It could be like all wings and like centers, you know, and have no guards that complement it. I think that's what they did really well in those mid two thousand teams. You had a bunch of point guards that were great, right? You had Deron Williams, you had Jason Kidd, you had Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Like you had floor generals that legit knew how to run offenses because they were doing it in the regular season year in and year out. Um I don't think that was really the case, you know, or it hasn't been the case the last few years. Now we are hopeful because I think Tyrese Halliburton is a really good floor general. I think Jalen Brunson is a really good floor general. Uh, obviously, Brandon Ingram score like KD Light, right? He yeah. Score Jay, uh, not Jalen, um, and Edwards. Ant Man is like you said; he could probably be the best player on this team. He probably will be. Yeah, you know, Jaron Jackson, so. Depoy. So there's t- it's funny like there's talent, like all star level talent on this team, um, but it's not the best. As Jada once said, it's good. But it's not enough, and I think that the U.S. to really fl- like could flex its muscle every single year, send your best players, right, every year, send a message. But I don't think they do, and I think it's also because players don't want to, because it's extra strain on their bodies, yeah. Um, especially because it's kind of close to the regular season. Obviously, the Olympics doesn't matter. Like Olympics is a different story. Yeah. But FIBA, it's like there's not as much fame and notoriety in a FIBA. Like, I remember Joe Harris was on a FIBA team. 
a few years ago, and it's like, eh, like the FIBA team feels like the the, the B team. I don't feel sorry for millionaires, like something <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like it's crazy. Like I like the older I get, like. I, the the more aches and pains and all the shit you have. Bro, I'm feeling it right now. We had a, we had a whole game yesterday. I'm feel I can't move my left knee. Right. My back hurts. Right, exactly. And it's like, damn, I don't get paid for it though. So it's just like, damn, I got to deal with it. But these niggas, bro, like I yeah. get it. Like, and obviously we've seen the worst of it. Like with Paul George, like when he broke his leg, like during the FIBA comp- competition, mm-hmm. or like that shit was crazy. But injuries are part of the game. Injuries can happen at any at any given point. Like. If y'all don't want to do it just because of the fact that injuries, it's like, all right, bro, like, I, I, I guess I get it, but. But it's crazy because, yeah. like, as an athlete, you are, you are your, you know, best meal ticket, yeah. right? Like, you, an injury, like, Paul George, right? We lost Paul George to that, the crazy injury where he, like, killed, like tore up his knee on the stanchion, right? Mm. We lose a year of Paul George, right? Do you think that that injury probably parlayed into a lot of the knee injuries and lower body injuries that he's had now? Whether it's him overcompensating for that knee, which has led to other knee problems or lower body problems. Like, there's things like that where it's like a potential injury and like participating in FIBA might wreck your career. Like, damn, I tore an ACL in my... Like, imagine you're a guy, right, playing on FIBA or the Olympics, right? And you're going into your contract year in the NBA and you tear up your knee. Now it's like, well, shit, like, I didn't have to do this at all. Yeah, but that's, like, worst case scenario. Like, Josh Hart didn't even play in the game that they had on um, against Puerto Rico mm. because that was right before he signed his contract. Shout yeah. out Josh Hart for just signing that's his contract. Four-year, 81 million. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, But, yeah, honestly, I don't feel bad for millionaires, bro. Like, y'all niggas making all that fucking money. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, if, like, like. I, I get it. Like, if you don't, if you one of those that don't like, want to represent the states, then don't represent the states. Fine. Like, there's also that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I, I like that country. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, states and those on it. But I just know that if I'm a hooper and I'm a competitor at the end of the day, like, I would hate if like, yo, we got bounced by fucking Lithuania. Like, niggas. Oh would yeah. Be climbing Absolutely. Me. You know what I'm saying you're so you're so you play in the NBA, which is the quote unquote best league in the world, which is where in America. So there's no reason why you, a player that plays in the best league in the world, should be losing to somebody that doesn't play to the, in the best league in the world. Like, or at least a team that's comprised of players that play. Like, the only excuse that I could think of would be if you lost to a Team Canada, whose team is comprised mostly of your peers in the NBA. But if you're losing to teams like maybe even France, right? Because France is probably, what, the biggest collection of NBA players yeah. Outside of the U.S., France. But even then, like, what's who's France's superstar? Well, right, France always got Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier. Well, now Nick Batum. Well, now Wembenyama. Bro, if, no, because Wembenyama said he was foregoing FIBA. Oh well, he's not playing. But for years but to come, in years though, to come, for years to come, though, man, if you don't lower your shoulder and blow through that nigga's chest, pause. Oh wow, like, I'm just saying, like, at least to me, what the U.S. is capable of. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world is capable of competing with. Now, the case is just, is the U.S. going to do it? Which is a whole other different story. Because I think if the U.S. does, it has the same mentality as they had with the Redeem team in 2012 and the Dream team, They would it would never be a, comp- a, a qu- conversation of, oh, the rest of the world is catching up. It would be, damn, 
the rest of the world is getting really competitive but then there's always the u.s that's just right there right kind of like you know what was it like the the the, the soviets in yeah. hockey for like all those years and then it took the americans you know beating them beating them to like oh wait hold on a second we got to reevaluate this shit yeah that, come on now there you go so, but i mean you know we kind of we kind of just caught them in general though like we like no, that we was we, a, we caught them lacking yeah, yeah we caught them lacking. yeah but that was like <laughs> after that though like it was really anyways but i see i see what you're saying yeah. though i see what you're saying the world I'll, I'll still say this though like the world in itself i don't feel like has caught us in basketball yet but it, it's if we keep going about this mindset, this lackadaisical mindset of the world will never catch us, yeah. they will catch catch up, and especially in, like, these competitions. And that starts on the youth level, too, bro. Like, youth basketball, like, just, you know, just even teaching kids, like, fundamentals and just making sure. You but see, that's the weird thing, too, because, like, I be, I always see, like, 15U, 16U, 17U just dog in these countries. Bro, like bad, Like, bad, bad. bad. Like, like, 112 to, like, 48, and I'm like, yeah. like, these... Like seventeen-year-olds, like from but Spain, you, really not but, like that. But like, you know what it is. I also, it's like the collection of kids that they have is just not like that. Like the guys that they have that are they like they might have like one kid in fifteen U that's good, one kid in sixteen U, three mm. kids in seventeen U, like five kids in eighteen U, and then then you put the, it all to. By the time they get to the national team, they're yeah, all together. Exactly. Mm. America is just the most competitive basketball country. Like, and we rely so much on athleticism. Yeah. Too. I mean, like you know, not no disrespect, but like oh, your Euro countries not holding a candle to the athleticism that's in America. No, you got niggas all. out here catching back scratches at the age of thirteen. Like how sway? Yeah, these these little niggas are evolving. <laughs> Od, yeah. Shout out, yeah. Uh, it should be interesting though. I'm I'm excited. Me personally, I'm just excited to see my boys, Mikhail and Cam. I just want to see like how they how they play on the world stage. Mikhail play well. I'm I, I'm excited to see Brunson. Because he's gonna be starting, yeah, most likely right next to Mikhail. Right next, yeah, fact. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like, who, I, who gets recruited where? <laughs> Oof, Mikhail recruiting Brunson to uh, the Nets afterwards, or Come on, son, stop it. Brunson recruiting Mikhail. He's not going. He's and not then Jay going Wright there, ends up coaching once Tibbs gets fired. <laughs> Yo, nah. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring Villanova to New York. Nah, that would be cra- that would be crazy if he got to coach his own team. That's like Matt Rule doing what he did down in <laughs> da- down in Carolina. <laughs> We saw how well that worked. Yeah, facts. Shout out Chosen Anderson. <laughs> Chosen. Oh, man, oh, man. That nigga really changed his name, bro. Like three times because it was Robbie with a Y, then it was Robbie with an I-E. Nigga Chosen. Nigga, <laughs> Chosen nigga, is nigga, crazy. Nigga, why don't you stay chosen by a team? Damn, nigga on his fourth team already or some shit. That's a fact. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. So now we're done with sports. That was fun. I didn't expect us to go into a USA basketball discussion but that was fun i like that look at this see you know, this, this just, is what this is what happens when you don't go into the to the to the night with the game plan you just kind of let it go all gas no brakes all gas no brakes were to rob salah oh boy um, wait this is just a sidebar yes um did i remember how we talked about like my high school not having turf mm-hmm. yo yes. yo they put in turf get on the mic man yeah, yeah i know yeah they, they put they put in turf there i told you that yeah uh i think you guys put it in the chat or something like that yeah matt they're putting turf at baldwin whoa yeah they they dead ass they dead we ass are yeah we did because we was really in here t- fucking giving them a piece of our mind yeah for real and they got grass tennis courts 
over there now. At Baldwin? Yes, bro. Like, when? it's fucking Wimbledon. I don't fucking know. I don't know when they did that shit. Like, in that fenced-in area? Yes, bro. It's there. I promise you. What the hell? Yeah, man. I gotta, I'm got. i going to show you the video after this. I then took a video. Does anybody else on the island have grass tennis courts? I have no idea, but Baldwin does. I don't even, I didn't even know high Baldwin school does. Like, did that. Baldwin does. Hey, I have no, I have no idea, but yeah. What kind of maintenance crew are they paying to upkeep that? I have no idea. That budget is hitting though. <laughs> yeah, that budget, are we good in tennis now? That, that budget is hitting like Yui. I'm telling you, man. Shout out unemployment. Shout Admit, out. Baldwin admins had a meeting. They were like, we need to produce the next arena. <laughs> nah, niggas only did that to take the heat off of y'all's uh y'all's y'all serial killer out here on Long Island. That's probably what it was. We got a serial killer out here? Yeah. Oh where? I didn't even know that. Matt Matt, you know about the serial killer at Matt yeah, didn't the, even the know Matt didn't yeah, even the know Be the, the Gilgo Beach uh guy. So Matt, you knew about that, but you didn't know about the Riverside boat <laughs> shit. <laughs> Matt didn't know about the uh, Alabama no, Montgomery boycott. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the doc, the doc battle of 2023. Nah, he didn't. No, he didn't know. Me and him was in there watching while he was watching episodes. Nah, that Matt, joke, Matt, that Matt, Matt, Matt live reaction was jokes. When he seen something get hit by the chair, son. <laughs> the fact that he got brought up to me at work today was funny. Only because, Word. only because, um, there's another guy there that that likes basketball, uh, white guy, but he said to me it was um because he saw the notification that anthony edwards got fined fifty thousand dollars for when he uh remember when he threw the chair after like the yeah. playoff game and it hit two people or whatever so he got fined fifty thousand dollars for that and then we were talking about it and i was like yeah hey, it's kind of been a big uh it's been a big week for chairs and he was like then he he brought up the he brought up he was like yeah did you see that video from over the weekend with the uh people fighting and i was like <laughs> this conversation i'm wondering to see how this conversation is gonna go but he was just, he was cool about it. He was like, yeah, that was so crazy. Like, everybody was just fighting. I was like, yeah. Like, it was, and he was like, yeah, all the different angles. I'm like, yeah, man, it was crazy. Yeah, talking to white people at work be jokes. High key. Especially when it's, like, not stuff even, that's not flattering yeah. for for white people. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> that was, that was bad. Bad works. They we, took, was, we, took was, we, we was up here watching it, and then Laura came up, like, as we was watching it, and it was from the beginning of the video. Laura looked like she was about to, like, like start a riot because she only because she was saw the part where the black nigga was getting fucked up <laughs> in the beginning. So I'm like, oh, shit, she probably think we watched this bullshit. Then you see all the black people come through, like, the fucking Avengers, Tell and me, it was man. over. White people got to—I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, white, white people got to have a meeting. It's <laughs> a situation, like, yo, I'm about to say, they, they def, like, the Grand Wizard, the KKK <laughs> definitely in the locker room, like— Smells like bitch in here. Y'all <laughs> gotta, y'all, y'all, y'all can't let these niggers uh, get y'all out the paint like this, especially in Alabama. <laughs> yo, speaking of niggers, <laughs> yo, you know who the who the new head coach is for the uh, the Warriors of um, G League team? Oh, Nick Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> why, no, like... why? Why in the group chat today? Uh, somebody put that in the chat and was just like nepotism, shaking my head, and I was just like, say that name five times fast, bro. That's, <laughs> I was... got mad. I got mad laughs. Niggas was saying uh, that's uh, Steve Kerr did that as a get back for uh, Michael Jordan punching him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Now nah, you gotta call like nigga Nicholas. <laughs> Yo, dad. <laughs> you gotta call Nicholas Kerr. Nick, Nicholas, Nikki. Like, just anything but Nick Kerr. <laughs> nah, you not doing that. Knickerbockers. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So now, now that we're off sports, we will get into the animes. Before we get into ABC, I did have some stuff to get off my chest. One, I don't know if you've been seeing some of my tweets, but is there a quota for Japanese truck drivers and animes to hit people? Because it feels like a lot of anime we watch involves, especially isekais, involves a nigga getting hit by a truck. 
Accidental death. It's a what's a, what's a better is what's the most efficient means of accidental death? I don't, anything Falling else. Falling down the stairs. Cause what? The only other one we've seen was the train. Was the nigga that uh that was supposed to get hit by the train. Oh right. So I feel like yeah. But moment, why is it always trucks? It don't, like it, niggas can't just like fall into a manhole or some shit. Like, Cause if you get hit by a car, like you most likely to get you mo- you you most likely to get uh you know. We need more deaths like in slime. Like well, if like, you think he got stabbed up. It's fun. Wait, what? Which anime are you specifically referring to right now? A lot of them. Okay, it's funny because Yu Yu Deadass was a car. I think. Well, he pushed somebody out the way. You, yeah, car. he pushed somebody out the way. That was a car. Yeah. Uh, Konosuba truck. Uh, wasn't erased. A truck situation happened. We did erase. He saves. Yeah, we did erase, bro. We did. Yeah, like mad long ago. Damn, yo. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know if he died like that, but I, he, I remember he he saved somebody from getting hit by a truck because he had the, the premonition shit. Um, but... Damn, yeah, well... He died I mean, in a car ac- at the ac- end. Bro, my nigga, the accidental death. Accidental death. It's I need the, more I need more creativity with these accidental deaths. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need a nigga falling into a man. You, I need, need a, you need some, like, a thousand ways to die type Yes, tip. yes, exactly. No, no, I need that. No, like, I need an anime version of that. Where it's like, that's how the nigga get isekai. Like, oh shit, how'd you die? Oh, well, you know... I was holding an umbrella for somebody and I got struck by lightning. Well, but that's like the name. That would be like a name of the anime. Like, you know how they be making Well, it? then I need more of those. Yeah. I got struck you, by lightning while holding an umbrella and now I'm a demon lord. <laughs> there you go. You just, you, 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 now you can come up with the names. Niggas don't want me to make an anime, bro. Yeah, no. I don't uh, think I'm ready for that kind of uh, excitement. What'd you call it before? Hent? No, it's etchy. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a definitely a demographic for it out there. Especially, bro, I'm just look, look, I'm just take a second to give a shout out. And you know what? I hope John puts this as like the very first like clip. I know I said no edits, but this needs to be put into the beginning of the episode. Shout out all my black women in anime. You know, because I'm new to anime. For like, like it's for like the what three years now. Yep. So I'm very, I'm still fairly new to anime, and I, I loved every second of it. And I've loved meeting new people and you know people, whether it's in person at Shonen Pump, at these conventions, or on Twitter. Follow us, Saratobi Sports. But we lit. My black sisters, black women are beautiful. I say it again, black women are beautiful, and the cosplays, mm. y'all are man, look. They, nobody does cosplay better than black women. I don't care. Nope. I don't care. I will say it right now. Nobody's doing the cosplay better. Also, that might be some of the horniest people I've ever seen. I've ever seen online. Like I'm not like. I thought I was bad, and I know you you guys think the worst nah, of me. Bro. But nah, some of the stuff I be seeing them tweet. It'd be, I'm it'd like, yo, terrible. It is sadistic, <laughs> cynical. <laughs> Need pieces. Link. <laughs> Listen, I you, listen. These these women, these anime women. The second that I see a, all my links in the bio, I already know what it's hitting for, bro. I seen these. They was talking crazy horny about characters, and I'm like, bro. I thought I was the only one that did that about like anime women, but they be going crazy with like anime Vegas. dudes. Yeah, bro. I'm like, yo. It, especially, you know who they really be talking about? Son from JJK. Oh, the. Yeah, bro. That we gonna get into yeah, in yeah, week, it, weekly yeah, in, yeah, next yeah, week. Yep, next week. Exactly. Yeah, no, nah, I've been seeing it, bro. Yeah, bro. They, bro. Been, they be fiending. I saw, I saw a girl dead say, "I, I want him to spit on me." And I think there's a panel from like the, uh, the manga where he's like, he's got a boot on somebody's like neck or some shit. Yeah. And she's like, "I wish this was me." I'm like, "Yo, dog, this is like advanced horny." Yep. This, it, like, it, it, that's where, that's where you learn. It's like, damn, maybe I am normal. 
that yo dead ass. I'm like, maybe it's not me. But then again, I don't know, cause like women be horny, like women be hornier than guys. I mean, yes, a lot of times. I, I, I agree with that. So I like agree. this anime, you know, deviancy is just crazy. I'm, I just want you guys to know, I am not the only sicko out there, and I feel like I'm only dubbed a sicko because I'm a guy. If I was a girl, it'd be a different story. <laughs> is what it is. Anyways, getting into anime book club. Anime book club, jobless reincarnation. Did you have you ever figured out the? Uh, the actual name of the show, Mashoku like, Tensai, or something. Okay, like there that. you go. All right, good. Like I'm glad you knew because I don't know. I just yeah. been calling it Jawless. I mean, I call, I call, I call the same shit. Call the same shit. Okay, you watching? Uh, I think I asked you this part. You're watching in uh the the dubbed, right? The subbed. You're watching subbed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter why. What you oh. watching? No, it's it's no. I was watching sub too, but it's crazy because when I pulled up the Crunchyroll, like on my phone, it went immediately to the dub. Oh, it did? So I thought that's what you were watching. Nah, I always watch it subbed and dubbed, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I do that for everything. Okay. So I get, like, you know, better. Both both, both sides of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got I to gotta watch things a couple of times because, you know, I'm not as not as perceptive as the rest of the class. But yeah, yeah, you're a little slow. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I, you know, I don't like to say slow. I just like to say not as fast. Is Johnny has five apples? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I de- that definitely was me in calculus. I was like, yo. That's okay. Calculus is hard, bro. Calculus I was, is hard I was struggling in calculus, too. Making me feel like I a failed dumb. the fuck out of calculus in college. <laughs> Yo, hey, I, I, I wanted to take electrical engineering because I was really getting into audio at the time. Yeah, but the prereq was Calc One. Ew, why? We spent the whole semester talking about limits. I sat down at that final. I looked at the twenty-five question final. I was like, I don't even know what a limit is. So I tried to answer one question, and then I just gave up. Very nope. nice. I did not take electrical engineering. But it kind of worked out though, because look at this. You have a, your whole, your own studio and whatnot. Like you're <laughs> in, in your house. In your house. You <laughs> yeah, whole, we're hanging. Yeah. You, you got a whole newspaper article written about you. Like honestly, I'm just. I, I feel honored just to be in, in. Like, bro, do you imagine? Can you believe the star power that was in here when we first started this pod? We had both Matt and Gabe at the same time. <laughs> nah, for real. Crazy. This is yeah. That's, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> ab- absolutely, yeah. absolutely insane. Shit, I don't even know if we can get Gabe on here now. We, we can't. Are, we, we we can't afford him. We got. We got. <laughs> we have to outsource for that. <laughs> on honestly, could you like if Matt had his wedding now, and Gabe came, bro, there'd be security at the wedding. Like I like I don't know, bro. Like niggas would come oh, up with man. the with, you know the, the the shit the black Chevy Tahoes and shit like that. Niggas nah. with earpieces, it'd be crazy. Niggas would pull up in the in the speedsters, the Ben speedster shirts. <laughs> Just going, just pulling up, just going crazy. Oh boy, oh boy. But let's get back to it. Anime Book Club, Jawless Reincarnation. We are on episodes 10 through 12. Facts. And, uh. Yeah, man. So basically, episode 10, the way it starts out, my boy Rudy and the gang. We in a new city. New city. New city, new vibes. Um, yeah, they had to basically cover Sun's hair. So that way that, you know. I was so. All right. So at the beginning, I was like, I thought. I didn't know it was like clay or something like that or like mm-hmm. dye. I thought they were gonna give him like a, a turban or like some type of mask or some shit, make him look like kind of deformed so yeah. he walks through. They just dyed that nigga's hair. <laughs> just made that nigga's hair blue. That shit was mad simple. But I didn't even realize. Like, I think it happened, and I was like, "How the fuck did his hair get get blue?" But mm-hmm. I had to, when I watched it back the second time. I was like, yeah. "Oh, all right, this makes sense." But it's interesting, like the whole the superb thing because I don't know if it's a foreshadow or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But remember when you first meet Sophie? She has the gem on her, on her forehead. No, she has the green hair. Green hair. But she doesn't have. Oh, the, but she doesn't have the, the gem. The, oh. So now it's like, all right, he's got the the gem or third yeah. eye, and now he, but he doesn't have the hair. So it's like, hmm, is it that easy to like 
just can't like do niggas only know like oh niggas with green hair like mm. that's just it's a dub what if what if you only acquire the stone as you get older mm, that's a good it's a you know it's, it's, it's kind of funny because you know we haven't seen sylphie on camera in a while now that no, I we saw at the i thought we saw at the end of no we saw at the end of episode uh or like middle of episode was nine. this at, was this after rudy's 10th birthday Yes, okay. because it was when she was they, back at home with the family. She was back at home with the fam, and like the you know, uh, Lil- Lilia was gonna send the you know, her uh, present. Even still, though, it's been it's been a couple years now. Yes, so w- maybe maybe you get it as you get older. I don't know; it's possible, but yeah, I'm interested to like I the whole subspecies of yeah, you know, superb the superbs because Roxy is what is Roxy. She's a witch? No. I'm no, not. she's a de- uh, isn't she like a demon? But demon like something. I everybody, th- but she comes from the same land as the superbs. Right. It's just she's a different like little sect, tribe, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. So they're they're, they're in the town. They these, pull up. these niggas pull up. They got they 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 name their team Dead End because it's it's his uh. Nickname. His nickname. His nickname. That's kind of tough, though. Dead I'm not dead. A nickname. Name a nigga dead end because that's the end of you. That's tough. That's hard. Yeah. Like that's a nigga you meet and it's really over. So Nick yeah. niggas pull up to the town, get get to the guild, create a party. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> Start bro. Niggas pull up. Like, yeah, it's me and my nigga with the superb. Our name is Dead End. Everybody just started laughing. He was like, oh, said, y'all this- laugh now. This ain't no superb niggas all like, ah, oh, this nigga got blue hair. Okay. So, like, all right, you start off at F rank, work your way up. But I don't know if you noticed when they were leaving the, the guild, I don't know if it was the first time they went there or the second time, and the little frog nigga tried to stick his foot out oh, yeah, in front yeah, of yeah, Rejard, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he saw the look in his eye, and he figured out, oh, shit, he actually might be him. He was like, ah, let me, let me, let me hold back a little bit. That's, right a, now. F- that's a fact. I, I, I like the, the back and forth dialogue with the human god and um, Ru- um, and, and Rudis and, and Rudius. Yeah. yeah, like they, you know, when they when they cut to the the, the human god, basically he was saying like, all right, my nigga, you are gonna have to go do these, do some of these missions. This is how you gonna do it. <laughs> they keep giving him side quests. Like, 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 like <laughs> you, this is this this is how you gonna do it. How you gonna fuck with it and shit. So. Yeah, now they're they're on their way to like what are they getting? Like, so they so they so they took, you know, like obviously like they get the job bulletin boards and different class ranks can only take certain jobs. So the only jobs they can really get is like finding lost pets. So he's yeah, like, yo, take that lost pet job. And he was like, all right, bet get the lost pet. Well, they fi- get the job. Rejard finds you know the little cave where the pets are being held. With his third eye, they end up facing these three demons. And you're like, yo, what y'all doing here? Why are you stealing these animals? Boom, got them pressed up against the wall. Bad. And all of a sudden, Bad. you all see the of switch. Sudden, flip the switch. All of a sudden, a head is floating on the ground. Like, oh shit. Yo, what the, hell? the reactions <laughs> to death, and this is crazy. It's a starting to, the way that, that, that people and things are starting to die, this is just a sidebar. It's giving me a lot of, um, what was the one that we watched uh, where, where all the main characters was dying off? Um, oh, Akame got killed? Yeah, Akame got killed. Because mm. just seeing Sun just, like, do it like that, like, cold. Cold. Is it, like, Rudy's face is fucked up. He doesn't react well to death. He does not, no. I mean, he does. He goes out of his way to try and prevent death as much as possible, which we've seen a lot of anime protagonists. Yeah, OD. Uh, you yeah. Know. Well, I mean, listen, shouldn't have kicked him in the chest. Fuck that is up. true because Richard is like, yo, like, he hurt a child. That's one of my codes. I don't let niggas slide when they hit children. Chopped his head clean off. 
And luckily, Rudis was able to talk him off the ledge. He was like, yo, bro, like, relax. And then I thought Eris, even though she was blabbering, I thought she made some good points. She was like, yo, I kick people. I kill people. Like, does that make me bad? Like, your code has got some flaws in it. Yeah. You know, like, she was like, I'd be beating the shit out of Rudis. <laughs> you don't be killing me. Right. He's like, that's different. I was like, well, how? So it's this, nice to see them talk him nigga, off the ledge. Yeah, that's a fact. But this nigga just really hates villains. I think that like, he's starting to understand more about himself in this in this situation. And I think just seeing like the world isn't just black and white. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like good and evil is not just so plain cut and dry. Right. There's context, there's nuance to it, you know. Somebody it's it's not even like ethics, but it's like, all right, if I steal from a shop owner, you'd call me a villain. But what if I'm stealing to feed my family that's hungry and starving? Like, you know, like, would you still kill me? Would you still think I'm a villain? Like, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it was kind of cool seeing him and Rudis like kind of have that, you know, little dialogue. But Rudis is like, yo, what y'all niggas on? Y'all stealing people's shit? All right, bet. You gonna work for us now. Mm. We, gonna, we, gonna, we gonna squat up and you gonna take some higher class missions and we going we going to swap. We going to do them. That's a good right, finesse. to get that money. It's a good finesse. Right? I didn't know that was illegal. I, I mean, mean, I guess it, I mean, but like, master rules. I mean, I guess but this is like come on, so who cares as long as the work gets done? That exactly, that, right? They posted yeah. jobs up there like who cares? But you know, it's the guild rules. I don't know. I can't I can't fight them. I can't fight their players union. So That's a fact. That's the end of episode 10 and now we getting into yep. 11. Yes, sir. Now we in the uh we in the forest. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, before that, before that, still in episode 10, when they're at the inn and they meet the other team with uh, that's headed up by Kurt. Oh, oh, yeah. this is. Oh, yeah. This is like at the very at the very end. Yeah. Where they meet where they meet the, the snake nigga. Not the snake nigga. The, the, well, he got it's Kurt. Kurt got the little horns. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, know if it's yeah, a girl yeah. or a guy yet, yeah, 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 which is yeah. weird because I'm very perceptive of that. Uh, and then his little crew, they got three. They're like, oh, you all want to, y'all want to squad up? And he's like, nah, sorry, we already got three, bro. Yep. Um, yeah, but I like their enthusiasm. I like them because I can tell they're gonna be around for a while, and not just like on some like, oh, they'll be here for like an episode or two and then leave. Like, nah, I I could tell they're gonna be here for a while because they wouldn't go through their whole like, you know, oh, I'm Kurt and I'm this and I'm that and we're the Thunder Bros. Like, <laughs> I forgot the name of the of, of their group, but they're like, yeah, we're gonna be the best. We're gonna be the best party like in the world, and it's a bunch of kids. It, it's a bunch of kids, even though they want to be called adventurers. But it's people that are around the same age as Rudis and Eris, which is cool. So we're gonna. There might be some, you know, similarities there. You know, so yo, like you all think the same way as us. Anyway, fast forward to episode eleven. Rudis and the gang in the woods pull up on the niggas from the inn again. I'm like, yo, what y'all doing out here? Oh, we was supposed to find this uh, rare creature. Oh, shit, us too. Damn, niggas got double booked. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoever finds him first wins. Facts. He was like, all right, bet. And then Rudis, I thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought Rudis had a good plan. He was like, yo, we going to let them, you know, get scared a little bit. You know, let, let the monsters attack them a little bit. Then we're going to come in and save the day. And everything was going well until... Nigga got killed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The niggas just getting off quick, Saw that bro. chicken nigga fly across the, bad, the woods. Bad. That shit. Done. Yeah. And it's funny. <laughs> what's, what's, what's funny about it is that, like, when he, when he died, I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. But I just don't understand why the the, the superb nigga was so mad about it. Like he's like, well, oh, because it was a d- it was a death that could have been prevented. Ah, oh, yeah, this nigga's confusing because they're kids. Yeah, I, and oh, he's he's very protective oh, right, of yeah. kids. So like, 
Yeah, Rudis is only obvious because Rudis is a kid, yeah. so he doesn't see them in the same way as Rejard. Yeah. He's just, oh, it's another group of young niggas. We're young niggas, you know. It's, we're going to help them because, in, in theory, his plan was right. Like, yo, if we save them, they're going to be loyal to us, and they're going to be like, yo, like, this squad with this superb, they're good people, you know what I'm saying? These like, are some dense episodes, yo. Like. Some real-life dense episodes. So yeah. they end up saving them. Also, this is the first time I feel like we really see uh Eris get active oh yeah bro she, she was, was going getting, no, bro, crazy no, no, no. she was getting loose when she was fighting the uh the the, the little the worm coat. The, yeah well yeah when she was fighting the arachnids and the worm yeah originally yeah then when they came across the uh the red cobra oh bro bro no, she was getting no, i mean was, i knew reader was was like that but like nah she was up in the like 10 feet up in the air coming down slice them clean through yeah she's a, she's a real life swordsman paul would love her in more ways than one. Oh wow, damn! Yeah, I wasn't. I'm even sorry, but like that's just how, that's just who he is. I'm, I mean, you, he's a you deviant. Know, you know, you, you you didn't have to. You, you didn't have to do. Now let's be nice. Let's be nice. I mean, you're not wrong, but he didn't have to <laughs> say it. <laughs> but no, nah, it was it was, and that was the first time we really saw them together fighting. And then Eris even pointed out, well, she said that in the cave, like, oh, this was us, like, kind of fighting as a team. But like, yeah. this was really the first time we saw them, like, in a you know, kind Carrying. of. Yeah, in kind of like a death scenario. I mean, they had it under control easily, but they oh. leave that, come back to the town. Hating ass niggas. Bro, this hating ass nigga Tobias, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> hating ass nigga Tobias, man. This nigga came through just like, oh, yeah, I heard y'all niggas was switching jobs and shit. Of course, you got these little pussy ass niggas Bro, over there in the corner. In the corner, like, crying. Like crying, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because, like, he hinted at it, like, in last episode. He was just like, huh, the, the nigga that died, he was the strongest one out of all of yep. y'all. You know I what I'm yep. Yep. He, he was, the, so, the niggas they killed in the cave, they killed the leader. Yep. Right. So now the, so now the horse, so fucking Bojack is here now. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Bojack is here telling Rudy them, like, yo, now whatever y'all make on y'all missions, I'm taking half, nigga. Taking half of that shit. And Rudy was about to snap. <laughs> he was like, first Rudy. off, first off, first off. Ain't nobody take a half, all right? Rudy no. was Rudy was about to you light. Saw, you, that saw bitch. The, you saw that you saw the staff glow and you saw them new cumulus nimbus clouds yep. start forming. And the next thing you know, that wasn't <laughs> even no power to pension. That shit actually made sense. Like his hair got washed off. No, he washed it off himself. Oh, he washed it off he, himself? He, oh, you didn't see the, the bucket? Nah. Nah, he he washed the, the hair off himself. He threw water on himself. So it washed off the the blue. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yeah, see. He thought I was bullshitting, bro. At Hort, Bojack Horseman was stuttering, stuttering. He didn't know what to like, say. Oh nigga, shit! You, I, got, you, I have ki- I have kids. I have kids. He was like, "I'm sorry, big bro. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. I got kids." He was like, "All right, just remember, you ever fuck with us, I'm coming for you. Nah, and if was- I leave." And I hear that we can't get jobs no more. Yeah. I'm coming back for you. If niggas <laughs> revoked that Gil's license, that shit would have been crazy. Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. That was that was gangsters fucking that Bro, son, the son, entire town. Son fled like how how fucking eat um all the all the Pokemon used to flee and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just we're like we went to Safari throwing the Pokeballs at it. Ha. And that shit just dipped. Nah, that's funny. And it's interesting because you do see the the people, the kids that they saved, right? Kurt. Now, obviously, down one member because their chicken nigga got killed. And he's cow- he's cowering by, like, a wagon. And then Rudis goes up. He was like, yo, like, why are you afraid of him? We saved y'all niggas, like, the other day. Yep. Like, literally the other day, we saved y'all. Why are you afraid? And he was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, but, like, I feel, I feel like that's just, like, it's just the, the fear 
Richard and uh, invokes out of people. It's like even though like yeah he saved him, but it's like I guess it's just like just built in. Everybody's like yo like that's a nigga that's gonna end your life at any given time, you know. So yeah, it's trash, bro. And he runs away. Well, yeah. he, he hops away. First of all, that nigga got bungees. That nigga went crazy. Got I could use that nigga, as, right. you know what I'm saying, on the, on the alley real quick. Right. That's light. Throw it up to him. Grab it. Facts. So then, out in the in the rocks, countryside, another heart-to-heart. Yeah, these things. Like, I think that might have been it. Like, that. that why these episodes felt a little slow, at least to me, was like, it felt very, like, all right. They're that obviously building their relationship. Like, right. the re- and, but I didn't think they would be so heavy in it yeah for consecutive episodes i thought it was like it would be like a long drawn out thing like all right one episode they're having a heart to heart and like five or six episodes go by and another heart to heart but they had two heart to hearts back to back basically this heart to heart this was just like um the superb nigga basically just telling him like yo bro i seen you was about to get active and you was about to protect you know what's yours protect was exactly protect what you what you want to protect and I acknowledge you for that. Like, this whole time I've been treating you like a kid. Nah, bro, I'm about to treat you like an equal now. So mm-hmm. I think, like, that's about to be a growing point. That's basically what the conversation was. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what they're going to grow. They're going to grow from from it, I feel like. And it's the whole thing of trust. It's like, yeah. yo, trust me to get... Look, I'll trust you to figure out a plan to get us to where we need to go. Just like you trust me to get to be your muscle, right? Yeah. Trust trust me to protect you guys. Uh, and then there's just Eris. That's just there. Just, uh, but she's not just but it's crazy to say like she's not just there because she kind of get active on her own yeah but she's just a wild card can't loose cannon loose cannon that doesn't play by the rules play by the rules and then episode 12 and this is where it gets interesting because oh wow look at that we are now in another dream with the man god and he was like yeah bro Sorry about that whole cat situation. I didn't see it playing out like that. But at the same time, I didn't expect you to invite them to your team. I just thought you was going to take the reward money and go. But that was amusing to me. But I'm going to give you another uh, chance to amuse me. When you wake up, go to the alley, get some food, and just walk in the alley. This is like, huh? Nigga, just like that? He was like, uh, Rudis was like, nigga, what? What are you talking about? He was like, yeah, just do this. Just do this. Wakes up, gets the food, goes to the alley. But while he's doing that, we had to cut away. It's sparring training with uh, Eris and Rejord. And this is how, this how we know. Eris starting Aris, to get like it. Eris starting to get like that because she got a hit on Rejord. Which right? is pretty impressive because she's only like 13. She is. Well, she is. Two years older than Rejord. Yes, because they did a time skip yeah. at the end. And so now it's a. Now she's 13, Rudis is 11. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and so now he walks with the Valley of Shadow of Death in the alleys, sees his bum. And as soon as I heard the person talk, I knew exactly who it was from an episode, from one of the previous episodes, like the episode when the mana sent them off to the distant land. Mm. I was like, oh, this is definitely that small little girl, like, devil demon whatever her name is that kind of remind me of milam from uh slime <laughs> and sure enough hold up who it is eating all his food this she's the devil she's the devil was de- devil em- devil emperor devil emperor i forgot what her name was but the purple, uh, purple hair ho i forgot Kiri, uh i think it was like kiri kirishika kirishika sure. kirishika yeah kirishika yeah she came through um yeah i i 
I didn't know what the fuck the purpose of, of, of her was for, for a little bit. And then obviously like they go, they go on to explain that she has this thing called a demon eye. And that yeah. demon eye She got twelve of them joints. Bro, like twelve. Which is which is <laughs> which is which is impossible. And it and this is and this is also kind of like lets us know about like demon abilities and like the demon abilities that potentially could be shared with like regular humans and shit. Mm-hmm. So this shit is is kind of cool. The demon eye basically allows you to see a couple seconds into the future. Well, that's just that eye. Well, that, that was the eye. That was the foresight eye. Well, the foresight eye is the one that he got. That's the one he got. But yeah. she had like the scene where it's literally just her eye spinning like a slot yeah, machine. Yeah, bro. And it just lands on the. I wonder what she saw in him that made her say uh, what she said about him. Mm. I also thought the whole back and forth thing was funny. But she was, he was like, she was like, oh yeah, since you saved me, I'll grant you a wish. He was like, all right, I need money. Yeah, sorry, I don't got no funds. He said, yeah, I want to own half the world. He's like, eh. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. He's like, all right, give me your body. This, this and she was really shit. about to no she, the fact that she was really about to she was taking shit. that shit off nah Rudis I got, got, a, I got a heart attack nigga said I got a fiance in this world can't do it she's like oh sorry shit. nigga said sorry sorry I got a boyfriend damn yeah nah that was um but wait so now he has the demon eye the foresight eye allows him to this, see yes allows him to see into the future so the demon eye that he has he it's it has other abilities too wait what are you talking about I'm talking about the demon eye. What demon eye? The shit that, that that he was granted, like the the shit that the the shit that the whatever her name is gave him. Here she no, yeah. she gave him the foresight eye. Oh, I thought yeah, that was he's got now he's got one regular eye and one demon eye. That's okay. So that's why I was calling it the demon eye. Yeah. Okay. So I'm saying, does it have? Never mind. The foresight eye. Is okay. the one that so, sorry. I thought I thought got you it. meant he had a second. Yeah. Eye. Sorry. Got it. Got it. Got um. It. Yeah. No. So he has that, and uh, we see a little bit of it. At first, I didn't understand it. I thought he was just kind of woozy. Like, when they first were showing the, the like the view through the eyesight, I'm like, oh, he's just a little bit woozy. Yeah. But, nah, he could see. At that point, he could probably see, like, a split second into the future, yeah. which is when he ended up saving that one guy who thought he was, you know, an asshole, but ended up just saving him from that falling vase. Little bit of a little training goes by a week later, and he's like, all right, I figured out my demon eye. I can see two. I can use my mana. I can see two se- two whole seconds into the future. And then he's sparring with Eris. Wins. Like, probably the first time he's ever won in a sparring match with Eris. Right? And then he was like, oh, shit. I might be able to beat Regard. He was like, yo, let's give it a try. <laughs> nah, Nigga nah. came back black Fucked and blue. Up. <laughs> fucked up. Now, that was the fucking, um, the Martin Jiff where the nigga, was, where the nigga yep. was fucked up. Nah, bro. I'm not going to lie, though. That's probably one of the most strapped, like, and unique kind of abilities that I've seen in anime. Like, that's a really good one. With the foresight like. eye? Yeah, the foresight mm-hmm. eye. You know what I'm saying? And the way that they, like, showed it, like, you know, with the, the, the weird motions and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was... That was yeah, I, no, I like that, too, because he was like, oh, she's going to do this. Now she's going to slash. And then I, I really like when she was on the ground, and he was like, oh, now she's going to pretend to be hurt and throw sand, and he blocked it. And I was like, oh, snap. So he's really getting active with it. Yeah, no, this will be interesting to see how he uses it in combat. Um, and just in itself what happens with the demon emperor uh when she comes back because she will Mm -hmm. come back and if he will get another eye you know if he you know basically like 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 rudis yeah if rudis will get another eye implanted and then he just has two demon eyes or like what the other abilities of her eyes are or what if like she can grant like an ability like through like his demon eye Mm -hmm. situation yeah like so Mm -hmm. like at this point now we know like these characters are linked because they both have demon eyes 
right but how their how their interactions will play out later on is what i'm interested in as well um i thought it was kind of interesting to see like eris be a little bit mad it was funny because like he was like yo like i didn't mean to like embarrass you out there but look you was able to hit regerd i couldn't do that yeah. but she was like nah like you get you getting you you're advancing past me at a pace that like kind of like i don't like because you figure right he's a uh, yeah, spellmaster. Yeah, he's right? already spellmaster. Then beat it. She's like, yeah, damn. The sword. The sword, the sword was the like, only thing I had on this. Yeah, nigga. yeah, exactly. But basically, told her like, yo, listen, you running your own race. I'm running mine. That's a fact. And that's 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 real shit. Like some niggas are just talented and gifted. Rudy is one of. Well, I mean, now he got the demon eye and yeah. shit. But he's not as good. I mean, she's a sword guy. Like, yeah, she's, she, she's still yeah. mastered sword guy style. Like, he can't. He's not good with the what with, nah, with the sword. He's not, he's he not. can just predict movements better yeah. now. Now, well, now, but that's gonna help him. Like, yes. become better with the, with the sword. But he can't do what she did in the. No, 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 no. In, no. In the, I'm not the saying what she what she can do, but I'm saying he's probably going to because every time. He picked up the sword. He was getting fucked up. Whether it was his father, whether it was Eris, now yeah. he probably at least can hold a sword to them a little bit. I think it's more so he could probably dodge attacks. I think I'm interested to see how he uses that support, whereas he can see the movements of enemies that either Regard or Eris is fighting, and be like, "Yo, Eris, move to your left." Like, "Oh, yo, go mm. up." He's gonna come down, like stuff like that. Yeah, I feel that it's gonna be interesting. But then I again, another heart to heart. I was like, damn, another one? Yeah, yeah. I so, Rudis was going. I didn't know what he was do up to at the time. He was going to go sell his staff to get the, the money so niggas could go home. Reacher was like, yo, bro, don't do that. You like the staff. like, And Eris bought you the staff. Yeah, yeah, like, Aris if you do sick. that, like, yeah. you're going to fracture the team. And we can't, we can't have any fractures on this team. You know? I appreciate. He was like, yo, you don't trust me? Like, I appreciate what you're doing, but, like. You gotta trust me. Like that's a fact. You don't have to do this all by yourself. Nigga was first off. Yeah, nah. I'm happy that he ended up not selling it. If he sold it, I would have been like, damn, that's 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 terrible. And I wonder yeah. how that would have like affected them like going forward. Um, yeah, they 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 the reason why he was selling it, he was trying to because they, they was trying to like go through. I think to the next city, so but they, it cost they, too they, much they, fucking money. Yeah. Two thousand uh green green pieces or some shit like green, green ogre pieces two thousand green ogre pieces and it's crazy I just remembered we really missed a really big point well no I we didn't miss it I was gonna get to okay, I, good. I, I was I, I, don't worry I, I I don't, okay, don't, good, don't worry good. don't worry this this is good you pick up you pick up the slack yeah, so yeah. but to cap off this part another heart to heart with them he ends up not selling the uh the staff. But at the very end, we meet a new character. It was the guy that he saved or pushed out the way from the vase. Yep. Um, Mr. Glass. Mr. I was calling him Glass Cleaner. Oh, I know that's not his name, but it's close because his Mr. last Glass. name is Cleaner. It's some. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I forgot. I forgot. Wait, what was his last name? No, Cleaner was his last name. Last name was Cleaner. I forgot what his first name was. Um, it's close to Glass because that's why I probably I remember Glass Cleaner, but. The most important thing, well, not the most important thing, but one of the other things that was going on in this episode, Roxy. Roxy, Roxy. Is, all, is also on the island. She's there. Yes, she's sir. she's there, and she arrived basically at the same time as Rudy and the crew. And why is she there? Uh, why is Roxy there? Well, that's where Roxy, the island is where Roxy is from. But more importantly. Well, wait, hold on. What am I missing here? The first time we see Roxy, right, is when she's going back to Rudis's hometown or whatever, like, the countryside mm -hmm. is. There's that big bulletin board showing a bunch of people that died. 
right? Oh, that, yes. In the mat, in the the man of storm and like other shit. And she was like, "Oh, good. Like Rudy's family ain't on there." But there's a note from Paul, and members of the family is missing. And Paul is like, "Yo, anybody that's out there, my niggas in my clan, niggas that hate me." Like, I just need y'all help getting my, you know, parts of my family back. And he said, and it was also a message during, to Rudis. This was during the intro. Yeah. yeah. I remember also that, a message yeah. to Rudis, like, yo, Rudis, like, I already know you you find on your own, but if you come across, just not, just just letting you know some of your family members is missing. And just be on the lookout for them. And we also, I think, meet, from what I can gather, maybe I have to go back and watch, from what I meet, Roxy meets two people that pr- used to run with Paul. Yeah, because they asked if she. Oh, I remember now. Because yeah, she it was asked a small kind of like yeah. goblin look, not goblin, but like was it? What's a the, small goblin looking person? He and wasn't a, girl. a goblin looking. Well, whatever, like the dwarf you know, like guy. Yeah, dwarf. Yeah, and then uh, this you, tall. You know, you remind me of who? You ever uh, watched the uh, World of Warcraft episode of South Park? Yeah, the character that Cartman is. Oh, the small yeah. chubby dude with a big sword. <laughs> yeah. That's him. And then you have the 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 tall blonde girl. Yeah. Probably just probably a mage or some shit. Yeah, they probably they used to run with Paul. And yeah, it was interesting the scenes where they connected, where it was Rudis and Roxy in the same scene, but they just missed each other. Yeah, they, like yeah. when they're trying to figure out how much it costs to take the boat, and the boat that's unloading that they're about to get on is the boat that Roxy's coming off of. Yep. And then Rudis, I think, sensed that she was there, turned back, but then got distracted because niggas was messing, fucking up his nickname. Nah, do you remember the nicknames? Wait, wait, no. Oh yeah, when it. Oh yeah, so they basically call him by Ruizard because um, that's what he was going by when the homie was yeah when he had his hair blue. Yep. Yeah. They called crazy. him the they called him the kennel kennel master. The kennel master. Because the other two niggas was named uh what was it Ruizard was was guard dog some shit or work or something like that. And, and then, I forget. And Aris then, then Eris had some hard shit. They were both dog like it was something dog at the end of each one. Yeah, I wish I wrote then, them down. Yeah, he was mad excited to get he his shit. He was like, shit, oh, shit, they got some hard-ass names. I wonder where mine is. Niggas said, Kennel Master. And I'm like, niggas a demon, because demon, he was like, yeah, Kennel Master, I guess kind of hard. I mean, I wouldn't mind putting Eris in a collar. I was like, yo! <laughs> <laughs> yo! This nigga's diabolically horny. The nigga's crazy. Wow. There was a, there was a three-tittied goblin in the uh, episode when they first put up to the guild. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. Damn. Okay. Word he, to Futurama. Have, that's <laughs> a fact. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. That's a fact. But, oh, man. No, nah, this is this is a good But episode. even still, throughout the other episodes, you saw like instances where Roxy would be in a scene right with uh, Rudis, but they just wouldn't. Just miss each other. They would just, just miss, miss each other. Each other. Like yeah. in, the, in the alley, when he yeah. is walking towards uh, Kirishika, she literally runs across the alleyway, like almost like missing him. And I'm like, how did she just miss them? So that's interesting. And because Re- I wonder what her relationship with Reedard is, because obviously he's cool in her hometown, right? Her pops, her pops knows her, him, right? Mm-hmm. He's cool. He can chill in their village. So like, I wonder what their relationship is in terms of like. Knowing each other, if they fought together, et cetera, et cetera. I'm also interested to see, like, Paul's old crew, see how they move. You know, I can tell I, that they probably strapped. I wonder if we're going to get to see Paul in action. I feel like we're not seeing Paul for a while. Damn. It just feel like right, it. Because it, he left the letter type shit? He left the letter type shit. Like, I think we're on our just, it's just rudest kick. 
There's like not, almost like nothing time. Now we have a goal outside like, of the, the village. I, I feel like now I feel like now something is gonna have to converge though. Like once one like once Rudy is fi- figures out that like some of his family is missing, I feel like that's where the plot point is going to go to. All right, this is what I feel is really gonna happen, right? All I right. feel I don't know if John brought this up or not. It feels he it feels very uh you know, we might get a little harem anime over here. I mean, I'm just saying Rudy's building up a nice little roster. You got Eris, Roxy's about to join the fray, Sylphie's still back at home. I feel like this new blonde woman probably on some demon shit. Mm. Maybe. I don't know, hopefully. But uh <laughs> But yeah. I think it's I, I wasn't a fan of these episodes because I felt they were a little bit boring outside the one fighting scene. Yeah. But I can see how it progresses the character developments. Um obviously you have now that that bond with Rudis and uh Rejord bond with Eris and Rudis and I just think that now you have the introduction of this new character at the end of episode uh, 12 and it's like all right well what's his deal and he seems very he seems way too comfortable being in the same space as Regard yeah you know as a superb that could end him any at any point yeah so like what's his deal I want to say it's gonna be interesting to see what happens damn man I want to see my guy Rudy really give it up. Like I want him to really like shine on him with his magic. I d- I need to see that too. Like we've like, seen glimpses. We was about to see it, man. Before this man want to go wash his hair off and shit. <laughs> Damn, but we go. I hope, hope before we will, this, before this nigga grew a conscience. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I wonder. We probably gonna get another time jump soon. That's what. That's also what I'm. Feeling. Yeah. Uh, like maybe after after they run into Roxy and you know get another get some more training in like I could see that's what I'm thinking I could see him going to like age 15 and aging a little bit. See now that's gonna be interesting because the age 15 so we're four years from that right. Mm-hmm. So I think that if I had to predict the next time jump probably in like maybe four or five episodes. We have the, we now introduce a new character so I think they're gonna flush that out mm-hmm. see see how he's moving whatever whatever. Um, and then we might get a new another time jump in like four episodes, and I feel like the time jump probably gonna be like another like year. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if we'll have like large time jumps at this point, especially because like we have a set mission. This is true. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the other. You thing. know, because even like even this time jump was really just all right. They're just trying to get money to take the ship. Yep. And it took them a year, but you know, still here. It is what it is. True. But. Now we got some uh, new plays. We got a demon eye. We got a new guy coming I'm to the fray. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So. And honestly, um, if y'all following along with us, um, next week we will be covering episodes 13, 14, and 15. Yes, sir. And yeah, honestly, I I I I need more action. Like this, like yes. these, like these last three episodes, I was kind of like, all right, like. You know, a lot of and more, and I feel like we didn't get as much comedy, yeah, in this as well. Like a lot of world building, a lot right? of world building, a lot of world lot building. Of world building. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting for more in these upcoming episodes. I'm gonna really need it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's 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 everything. Just about, just about. Yeah. All right, look at that. Oh man, this has been a fun. This has been a fun episode. It's been a fun pod. I don't think I don't know if we one took it, but nah, I don't think so. I don't think so, but it's okay. It's all right. We got close enough. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, like Miles said, 13, 14, 15, Anime Book Club, Jobless Reincarnation. We will be back with our new anime for Weeb Weekly next week. 
Jujitsu Kaisen Season 2. Yep. If y'all watching, keep watching. We gonna get there. We gonna get there. We gonna be there for y'all. Don't worry. We gonna react. You know. And we will have uh, more best of friend rankings of women. We need better. Like, niggas gotta do better than Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not gonna lie, though. Yeah. Wait, like, Jennifer Lawrence for what? That was that was the that was what his woman. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That was yeah. Oh you remember that? oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. I mean J Lo. Yeah. Nah nah nah. nah, nah. What it what it to quote uh to quote uh Stephen A Smith from when they were breaking down uh the Dark Knight on first take years and years ago. Mm-hmm. You know I I you just wasn't doing it for me. You yeah. need a you need a Sanai Lathan, a Halle Berry, Barry. a Beyonce. You know somebody <laughs> fine. Jennifer Lawrence. She just wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga Stephen A. Uh, but with that. Adios. Catch us on all streaming platforms. Catch us on the Twitters at Saratobi Sports. And catch us at Shonen Pump. At least two of us will be there. So you already know. We're getting active. Bye. Catch on next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice.